first day of shooting, we picked the most difficult set ever. Smoke, mirrors in every direction. Love it. Welcome to Twilight. You're listening to Another Bite of Twilight, a podcast where we look back on our obsession with the Twilight Saga and continue to freak out ten years later. Welcome to the show! Welcome! My name is Mel. My name is Kel. And we're just <laughs> cousins, and this is a Twilight podcast. It's not just a Twilight podcast. Well, yeah, it is, but... Yeah, <laughs> what else is it? <laughs> it's, you know, it's... It's... Two friends, two cousins, two cousins talking. Sometimes we digress a bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a therapy session about <laughs> Twilight. <laughs> With Twilight. Mm-hmm. Our lens is Twilight. Yeah. But it can relate to so much more. Yep. We are using Twilight <laughs> to see the world. And we have our window open right now, so if you guys can hear crickets and stuff, I hope that's adding to the ambiance of this. Yeah next hour or so probably longer (laughs) there could be some random sounds out there too so just a warning just a warning we're super low budget just like the first movie Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. as we say the best thing that you'll ever experience yeah it'll change your life low budget makes things cool i think why do you think people like indie movies yeah exactly because they're low budget Exactly. Okay, no, not just because I love that. We don't have, yeah, we don't have any producer who's telling us what to say, who's controlling our thoughts, who's thinking about the marketing of it, the the angle that we want to take. Everything is just really raw in the moment. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that is not so great because I'll listen to an episode from the past and I'm like, wait, what? I don't even agree with what I said here. Like what? Mostly the soundtracks. Like some of the songs I'm like, that is not my opinion that I hold. Oh no. But opinions can always change. Yeah. No, actually, so you know, we've been talking about Midnight Sun. I'm doing something a little different this time. We're still gonna be just, you know, observing amusing things that we found, but I also made some sticky notes in Midnight Sun and then in Twilight comparing scenes to it and just how they're different. So that's really we didn't cool. do that last time. Where did I put Twilight though? Oh it's right here. Okay. That's cool. You came prepared. Yeah, I tried. I mean it didn't it wasn't that hard. Yeah. Well it was a little bit tricky. So we're starting on chapter ten today. Oh shoot, I have my French one by accident. <laughs> Wait, I'll be right back. <laughs> That's what happens when you have multiple copies of one book in different languages. Salut to all our French listeners. <laughs> I don't know how many there are. <laughs> Maybe like three. I don't know. Um, but, okay. Last time, since last time we spoke, some things have happened. Yes. There's first, some Twilight news, I guess. First of all, Robert Pattinson, our man has tested positive for COVID-19? Yep. Coronavirus? Two days into filming Batman, the Batman, um, or 
production starting again mm-hmm, after mm-hmm. they shut down for COVID for months and months. Poor Rob tested positive. Crazy. Crazy. And somehow we all know about it. I don't understand <laughs> how that leaked. I don't get how HIPAA is not a thing. But I'm sure if the star tests positive, it's kind of hard to keep that secret. Hope he's okay. I know. I hope he's okay, too. Not really, really sick. Yeah. I still can't believe he's Batman. It kind of just hit me the other day. I know. I feel like I hadn't absorbed that information. Something weird about Robert Pattinson is I forget that other people know who he is. But, like, not... (laughs) Okay, I don't think I've ever thought that. (laughs) He's really been kind of my only significant celebrity crush. Mm -hmm. And I forget that, like, other people also love him and adore him. Like, sometimes my... I'm not really obsessed. I don't follow him too, as much as I used to. Yeah. But something about my crush on him feels personal. And so when I see like, just like anybody loving on him, I'm like, wait, wow, he's a celebrity. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, I know. I know. It's not personal. <laughs> <laughs> I just forget he's as famous as he is. Sometimes I think some people still haven't heard of him. No, everybody knows who he I know, is. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Apparently there's some new Twilight thing. I didn't even know that they still <laughs> I don't know, I guess they're always coming out with something new, but there's a new Twilight steel book it's called, which is the DVDs but it's like in a steel case. Yeah. So and it's really pretty. It's kind of cool. I already own them, but they are actually, I can see right now, our DVDs are over there, um, all ripped up because they're made out of paper, you know, the case. Oh, that's so, true. I didn't, I didn't realize that's a benefit of yeah. it. Yeah. So it would stay really nice and sleek and not get all ruined. <laughs> yeah. I also feel like that would be the ultimate show, just how, like, putting it on such a pedestal yeah. that you have it literally in steel. Yeah, I know, <laughs> Like, you steel. could display that. Wait, you have all the DVDs, right? Because yes. I know you talked about... Oh, wait, did you get the collector's one? Yeah, I just okay. got the, the pack, which is it looks like a book, too. But I also own all the DVDs, but I've watched them so many times that they skip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, like, oh, that would be a good gift, but we both already are... We already have them, so. Yeah. <laughs> but a good gift, is, or like a gift for someone who's newly getting into it. Because yeah, I maybe. feel like there's so many people in Gen Z who are just discovering it for the True. first time. Or millennials or older people who. Yeah, no. Not just Gen Z. Yeah. <laughs> but the Gen Z TikTok is Hi, so kids. funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's Twilight News. Okay, I have one more thing before we get into Midnight yeah. Sun. I thought this was wicked funny, and one of our listeners sent it to us, too, that Slate.com had this article that said all, the title is, All 349 Murmurs in the Twilight Saga Charted and Ranked. Wait, how many? 349 Murmurs. Oh my god, that is crazy. Isn't that crazy? I knew there were a lot of murmurs in this. And actually, speaking of the French copy, I really picked up on it when I was reading the French version, because... You know, I was learning new words, and yeah. I was like, wow, those words in here a lot. Um, they murmur a ton. But apparently, okay, the one with the most murmurs is Breaking Dawn wow. with 111. That's so much. I know. <laughs> Isn't that kind of insane? That's too many. so much. There should be 
I don't know. What do you think is an appropriate number? I don't know. I almost want to do the math. 15 maybe? The, like, page. 10? I want to do like the word count to like... <laughs> yeah, what's the ratio? <laughs> yeah. Midnight Sun apparently yeah, has 10. 67 murmurs. That's... That I know. is crazy. New Moon has the least with 30. And I think that's because Edward does the most murmuring mm. apparently. Edward has had 173 murmurs throughout the series. Bella, 57. Hallucination oh Edward had one. Oh my god. <laughs> Alice had 18. Jacob had 11. What? Jacob shouldn't have it. I know. Why did Jacob murmur? <laughs> <laughs> Rosalie murmured eight times. Wow. Okay, this part's wicked funny. Wait. The person... This is quality journalism in my opinion. Like someone went through I know. and counted this and is... also kept track of who murmured. It's so good. Okay, get this. Sorry, that's my cat. Things being murmured into. 64% were being murmured into Bella's ear. Okay, yeah. That checks out. 27% of murmurs were being murmured into Bella's hair. Oh my god, what? 9%. (laughs) This is so funny. 9% were murmured into the darkness. What? (laughs) Oh my god, that's too much. I know. That is too much. That's so funny. Is there any other? Wait, now here they have worst murmurs, best murmurs. Oh, that's Should I funny. read them? Yeah. Alice, Alice, other voices murmured around me. The commentary is you cannot murmur an exclamation point. It goes against the very spirit of the murmur. Oh, that is oh, so true. Okay. Next one. Deeply under, she did not so as much. Okay. Deeply under, she did not so as much murmur in Midnight Sun. No longer content to tell us when characters are murmuring Meyer is now talking about murmurs even when there's no one murmuring wait I don't know she did it. not so as much murmur saying okay this is when Bella was talking in her sleep but now she's in deep sleep so she's not even murmuring she's not talking at all she's not even murmuring he's saying that's so weird <laughs> I, yeah, I feel like sometimes authors are not really aware of the words that they just use all the time. Yeah. But it's weird an editor would not be, would it yeah. that. Where indeed, I murmured around another bite of pizza, Twilight. Oh <laughs> murmuring with one's mouthful is rude. <laughs> I told you so, the perfect voice murmured crystal clear. Even when Bella is hallucinating, Edward won't stop murmuring. <laughs> mm, I murmured vaguely and turned back to the sink, Eclipse. Characters murmur some very vari- some variation of hmm no fewer than ten times over the course of the series a waste of murmurs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these are the best murmurs actually. Ready? Go to sleep, Jacob. Edward murmured. You're starting to get on my nerves. <laughs> Murmuring to your romantic rival instead of just saying is a total power move. Yeah, That's I agree. True. Bella, he murmured, his voice warm and velvet. Would you please stop t- trying to take your clothes off? <gasps> oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. The person said, this is undoubtedly the best line. Mm-hmm. Death that hath sucked the honey of thy breath hath no power yet upon thy beauty, he murmured, and I recognized the line spoken by Romeo in the tomb. A heavy-handed allusion to star-crossed lovers and a murmur? Iconic. <laughs> and so, okay, this person seems like a fan, actually. And so the lion fell in love with the lamb, he murmured. I looked away, hiding my eyes as I thrilled to the word. The murmur is so melodramatic that it almost took first place. However, that honor belongs to... It's Twilight, Edward murmured. And they said, self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
That is so much. Rachel Hampton. Rochelle Hampton, sorry. <laughs> Rochelle Hampton, good job with this article. I if you're listening. That was one of the first things I learned in college writing classes was just to cut back on descriptive dialogue text mm-hmm. as much as possible. Just say said. Cut back, but you don't need to get rid of get all rid of, of it them. completely. Yeah. I feel like one of my teachers said that the dialogue should stand on its own. That the dialogue should be so good that you don't even have to wonder how mm-hmm. it was said. But sometimes, you know, dialogue isn't like that. So, yeah. Tricky. Writing is tricky. It is. That's so funny though. <laughs> I love the the data to support it. I know. <laughs> Murmured into the darkness. I'd like to see if there's another word that's repeated a lot. I noticed in this book appraised is used more than I expected. I don't think it's I still to haven't that even extent. noticed that. Oh guys, I finished the book finally. So you know, so yeah. So. I didn't notice that, but I noted in here somewhere, we'll get to it, there was like three pages where the word anxious was used several times, and mm. I thought it was just way too close together, Yeah. and she should have changed that. I was like, I just saw that word many times. But it was funny to me how much the word Coke was in the <laughs> restaurant. Coke. Thing. But it makes sense, I guess. Bella got coked out. <laughs> yeah. Coked out at the restaurant. <laughs> She has a Coke problem. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did we even get to that part yet in the book? Uh, yeah, we did get to that part, oh, but we haven't got to okay. her revealing what her favorite soda is yet. Oh, yes. Very important. Yes. Some good <laughs> details we learned. I think we'll get to it in this chunk, hopefully. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So, okay, chapter 10 is called Theory. And... This is actually my first comparison, the first page. But did you have anything? No. Okay. Take it away. I'm just going to read it back to back, maybe. So, can I ask just one more? She entreated instead of answering my demand. So, this is Midnight Sun. And then Twilight, can I ask just one more? I pleaded as Edward accelerated much too quickly down the quiet street. He didn't seem to be paying attention to the road. He sighed. Okay. Back to Edward. I was on edge, anxious for the worst, and yet how tempting it was to prolong this moment, to have her with me willingly for just a few seconds longer. I sighed at the dilemma and then said, one. In Bella's perspective, he says, one. He agreed. His lips pressed together into a cautious line. In his perspective, I glared out the windshield. Here was another question that revealed nothing on her part and too much on mine. I thought we were past all the evasiveness, she said, her tone critical and disappointed. In her point of view, I thought we were past all the evasiveness, I grumbled. He almost smiled. In his point of view, how ironic, she was relentlessly evasive without even trying. (laughs) Okay, I'll end it there. It's cool to see it in a different (laughs) perspective, though. Yeah, I mean, it's really small. This isn't like a crazy part or anything, but it's just interesting, like... In her perspective, she notes that he smiled, and his is just his thought, like, how ironic. But he doesn't say, like, I smiled a little bit or anything, you know. It's interesting. Which goes Mm. to show why you see Bella in such a different light in here. Do you ever, I'm wondering, because a lot of this dialogue is familiar to us because we've read Twilight several times. Yeah. Did you ever, like, read a sentence that was dialogue 
that you remembered so well from Twilight and then you go into the next paragraph and your mind expects it to be Bella because that happened for me a lot like Bella's narration Mm, actually no yeah it happened to me like maybe like five times or so where I was like oh wait (laughs) Edward's the narrator (laughs) yeah it was really weird whenever I did recognize lines from Twilight like whoa I've read this yeah. And then, I know you said this, but sometimes when you're like, oh my gosh. And like, oh wait, I've read this before. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe this. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, it's in Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. In this, her guessing, like, who, what he is, was freaking me out. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh. She's revealing, he's revealing it. He's a vampire. This is crazy. Yeah. Like, oh wait, this happened in Twilight. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. weird too because there's some dialogue and scenes that are not in Twilight. I mean, yeah. there's nothing really too much that's not in Twilight. Like for the scenes where Edward and Bella are together, I was hoping maybe we'd get more little moments. Yeah, I know. That it's just like a complete random day that... Bella just didn't care to tell us about. I know. It's weird that that didn't happen. Yeah, like something that meant a lot to Edward but didn't mean a lot to Bella. Mm-hmm. But we don't really get that too much. But there are some moments that are different. And I'm, then I'm reading it like, wait, did we see this in Twilight? Did we know this? Like, Yeah. <laughs> I start to feel like a big fan for being so excited well, about it's, it. It's a big book. Mm-hmm. The interesting thing is this chapter 10 theory in Twilight, it's chapter 9 theory. Oh. That threw me off. Yeah. I thought it was the same, but no. So I guess this has one other chapter. Oh, probably the chapter when he goes to Alaska. Yeah, probably. That doesn't, like, match up. Cool. I didn't expect, did you? I didn't expect Twilight to, I mean, new... (laughs) Midnight Sun. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't expect... Sorry, guys. I, like, did not sleep last night. But I'm actually feeling fine. Yeah. I didn't expect Midnight Sun to line up with Twilight so much. I didn't either. Like, I didn't need it. It's fine. It's cool. But I didn't necessarily need the chapters to line up. Yeah. You know? No, I didn't either. I was kind of surprised. the same exact titles for some of them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they're both theory. That's not a criticism or... No, it's just... Anything, though. Shocked me a little bit. Shocked me like an electric eel. When's your first note? Um, mine was for dialogue, where Edward just says, I hate driving slow. I muttered. Oh, so he muttered here. But I don't know why this is important to me, but I said, I love little things like this. (laughs) Because it's just revealing his character. and him. He's being a little brat. Yeah. It's kind of cute. On that same page, I thought it was interesting... He said, I should have looked through her collections when she was out of the house. I had no idea if Bram Stoker or Anne Rice was there in her stack of worn paperbacks. Which I thought was just cool, calling out, you know, other fictional vampires. It was mm-hmm. interesting to me. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Anne Rice. Okay, she wrote Interview with a Vampire, which I really want to watch with Mel. I've never read it, but I really like the movie. But, sorry, this is a tangent, but Anne Rice, like, trashed on Stephanie Meyer years ago. Oh, really? So it's interesting Stephanie put her in the book. Yeah, that is interesting. <laughs> She's being the bigger person. Pretty mature. <laughs> yeah, I thought Anne Rice, if you don't know the story, she was just being like, oh, 
her vampires are lame. They go to high school. I'm like, why do you need to talk about that? I why do you need really, to comment? I think as a writer, that's really distasteful <laughs> to publicly put down other writers. Like I know. Stephanie's really not doing anything against you at all. I know. And she said that Stephanie was not creative for setting her vampires in high school. I think it actually is I creative. I think it's really... I think it's so unique. People hadn't really done that before. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's vampire diaries, but... It also worked. I mean, yeah. I just think it's really cheap and uh, bitter to criticize something about why it's not working when it is working. Yeah, and I feel like Anne Rice was implying that... Yeah, it worked, but that's because the masses are stupid. Yeah. And they all fell for this uncreative idea. Which, okay, I like, I really like Interview with the Vampire. So I'm not criticizing Anne Rice, but she was just being a brat yeah. back in 2012 or like 2008. I forget yeah. when it was. Yeah. I also think that's <laughs> a dumb move to make because if people are into one vampire story, I think it's likely they'd be into another one. So you're alienating that audience. Yeah. By demeaning them. Like, you don't want to do that. <laughs> she was just being bitter. I yeah. mean, her series had its time. It, like, mm-hmm. it had a movie. It, people read her books. Yeah. Like, but now it wasn't really in the limelight anymore. Mm-hmm. So she trashed Stephanie Meyer. Immature. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I underlined on page 202, it doesn't matter to me what you are. Why did I underline yeah. that? <laughs> like, oh my god, yes. That's in Twilight. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I underlined what she, it says, she gasped. I'm right? I do think in a lot of this, I thought Bella was just so much cuter, and I pictured her really well, and mm. I enjoyed I enjoyed it from Edward's perspective. Yeah. She seems a lot happier from the outside. Yeah, she does. She seems much more normal, but, like, interesting. I don't know, in her perspective... Bella seemed a little boring to me. Like, she didn't do anything with her mm-hmm. life. Yeah. But for some reason, from an ex- outside perspective, it seemed, like, enough to me. I'm yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah. She's... She goes home. She reads. Yeah. She, like, it seems fine to me. But for some reason, in her point of view, I always had the vibe that her life was really dull. Yeah. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. Probably because Be- that's Bella's nature to feel that way about her own life, that it's not exciting. You're right. You're right, Mel. On page 202, so Edward and Bella are talking about what he is, basically. It's basically coming to light. And Bella's not scared. And Edward is questioning her sanity here. He says, I suppose that I could arrange for her to receive the best care available. Carla would have the connections to find the most skilled doctors, the most talented therapists. Perhaps something could be done to fix whatever it was that was wrong with her. Whatever it was that made her content to sit beside a vampire with her heart beating calmly and steadily. I would watch over the facility naturally and visit as often as she allowed. And I just thought it's so funny and cute and also self uh, not self-aware at all right now that Edward is questioning her sanity when he's saying, I would watch over the facility naturally. <laughs> I know. It's like he's basically uh, obsessed with her and he's questioning what's wrong with her. <laughs> I would keep stalking, of course. Yeah, of course. And make I mean, sure she's okay. Yeah. <laughs> he has the savior complex. He takes it too far. He does take it way too far. <laughs> Sometimes he steps out of it and he's we'll like, We'll take this to- way too far. <laughs> <laughs> Taylor Swift. 
Sailor Swift. It has nothing to do with this, but, you know. Is Taylor Swift a toilet fan? <laughs> well, she dated Taylor Swift. Oh, dated, yeah. Quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> we talked about that in our Taylor Lautner episode. Yeah. Check the link in the description. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. There's no link in the description. <laughs> she dated or may not have dated Taylor Lautner. But... That was a random episode of ours. Yeah. We've still never done our Kristen one. We still haven't, but we will. So don't at us. We're sexist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we did the Howard Stern one. We did the Howard Stern. We did a Rob Stern that one. That's kind of crazy. We did a whole episode of Howard, <laughs> 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 Howard Stern. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. No, but I think that was necessary. That almost warranted an emergency episode. Yeah. Well, you're freaking out. That was really That's so exciting. I remember that day so well. Me I was too. at the library listening to it while I was air quotes, working, high work. <laughs> I doubt you're listening. Um, <laughs> no, mine is not listening. No, I was working, but I was listening while I was working. Yeah. I was probably doing Facebook ads. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I remember that day perfectly because sometimes I just randomly will Google Kristen Stewart or Robert Pattinson just if I'm yeah. really bored. And that actually was the case. And the interview, it wasn't like it was something that I had posted earlier that day and I was just yeah. seeing it. It posted five minutes before, so. <laughs> Ser- serendipity. It was. I was going to say serendipity. The angels were telling me something's going to make you really excited um, right now. <laughs> I do get those daily Google alerts for Rob, Kristen, and Twilight, but honestly, sometimes I don't open it. Yeah, well, it seems like they probably would be too much. They're, they can get repetitive. Mm-hmm. It's like the same news. Yeah, over and over and they over. just recycle the same story. Yeah. Rob test positive for yeah, COVID-19. Yeah, like that will be for two weeks probably. Yeah, exactly. Or like, can Rob do it? Can he play Batman? Yeah. We don't know. My next note is not until page 210. What about you? 206, baby. All right, you go first. Okay. Well, I just underlined, I just thought this was funny. <laughs> okay. Stephanie uses the word mythology, which we know is her favorite word, so yeah. I underlined it. <laughs> Other than murmur. She didn't seem to realize that this question was one that related to mythology again. Oh, because Bella asks, why weren't any of you in school? Because of the sun. Mm-hmm. Mythology, the mythology. And then on page 207, I just loved... Edward said, did I love her enough yet to be able to bear leaving her? Not, I don't love the idea of leaving her, but I like that he's talking about loving her, mm-hmm. and it's sad, and it's crazy to me that he is already thinking this. I know. So early on. It's this anxiety that's looming the whole book. Yeah. And I feel like even though we are not really in this situation, it's something that I, for some reason, relate to, of like, mm-hmm. really loving someone and caring about someone but having this reality in the back of your head of like but this can't last hmm. Hmm. If that makes sense i don't know why yeah it feels like a feeling that i haven't really been in that situation like this can't last mm-hmm. but i can picture yeah I mean, I definitely have. (laughs) But we don't need to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I've I've been in a relationship where I thought maybe it should end and thinking about it, but not like 
for their own good or not like because it was the noble thing to do or something oh no I haven't and it wasn't like tragic no yeah it was more it wasn't yeah (laughs) I haven't connected on that level just but more and mine is like almost like for my own good like Mm -hmm. I need to end this but when you really care about someone and you're so happy in their presence it's really hard to then sometimes have that reality sink in of like this is not how it's supposed to be. Mm. Very mysterious smell. Very my cryptic. Explanation. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope my mom's not listening. Also, <laughs> Kelly's mom is listening. Don't share that. She definitely is. <laughs> anyway, then Bella says, you might have called me, she said. What an odd conclusion, but I knew you were safe. But I didn't know where you were. I... This is in Twilight, but I thought it was just so cute that he doesn't realize that she wanted to talk to him, too. Mm. But then he's mad at himself, and he says, Are you happy now? I demanded of myself. Well, here was my reward for hoping. I was bewildered, elated, horrified, mostly horrified, to realize that all my wildest fantasies were not so far off the mark. It's cute, but he's... Oh, he's so tortured. He can't even, like, enjoy that she likes him. And he knows that it would cause, he says, cause her pain if I did the right thing and left her. Mm. He's in a real predicament. It sucks, though, that this is already going on in Twilight. I thought it was just New Moon. I know. know. And it just keeps getting worse as the book goes on. Uh, (sighs) He's really on the fence the whole time about this relationship. That's why I would love to see Eclipse, because I would like to see when he's decided that he's just going to stay. But I do wonder, I almost, in Eclipse, does he ever go back on that, too? In his own thoughts, at least? I don't know. Hope not. I know. <laughs> so breaking dawn. <laughs> After they get married, I gotta get out of this. <laughs> it's not right. Yeah, oh my gosh. Probably. Probably. I gotta leave her. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. While she's walking down the aisle. <laughs> I know. Okay, I'm comparing the next page. Okay. Uh, 208, which is 190 in Twilight. And, okay, so Bella says, in Midnight Sun, she says, So am I, she insisted. I told you, it doesn't matter what you are. It's too late. Too late? The word was bleakly black and white for one endless second as I watched the shadows crawl across the sunny lawn towards Bella's sleeping form in my memory. Inevitable, unstoppable, they stole the color from her skin and plunged her into darkness, into the underworld. Too late? Alice's vision swirled in my head, Bella's blood-red eyes staring back at me impassively, expressionless, but there was no way that she could not hate me for the future, hate me for stealing everything from her. It could never be too late. Never say that, I hissed. She stared out her window and her teeth bit into her lip again. Her hands were balled into tight fists in her lap, her breathing hitched. What are you thinking? I had to know. She shook her head without looking at me. I saw something glisten like a crystal on her cheek. Agony. Are you crying? I had made her cry. I would hurt her that much. She scrubbed the tear away with the back of her hand. Hmm. Okay, now I'm going to read it in Bella's point of view. <sighs> So am I. I told you, it doesn't matter what you are. It's too late. His voice whipped out, low and harsh. Never say that. 
I bit my lip and was glad he couldn't know how much that hurt. I stood out at the road. We must be close now. He was driving much too fast. What are you thinking, he asked, his voice still raw. I just shook my head, not sure if I could speak. I could feel his gaze on my face, but I kept my eyes forward. Are you crying? He sounded appalled. I hadn't realized the moisture in my eyes had brimmed over. I quickly rubbed my hand against my cheek, and sure enough, traitor tears were there, betraying me. No, I said, but my voice cracked. I just thought this was interesting. I don't know. You see Edward's, all his thoughts about picturing her as a vampire and how horrible that would be and stealing life from her. But in that, obviously, we don't get his thoughts, so it just seems very, like, mean in a way. Like, never Mm. say that. I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. It's much quicker in Twilight. Yeah. What prompted you to pick passages that you were to compare? Did you just pick this passage from the night sun and say I want to see it in Twilight or were you just reading Twilight? I picked this one because he says something. No, he has a lot of thoughts yeah. and then he says something which I felt gave like a lot of context to why he said it but yeah. I knew that it wasn't going to be in Twilight. I mean we can infer why he would say never say that but yeah. it just seemed much more powerful with all his thoughts and stuff. Yeah, exactly. There's mm-hmm. a lot of that in the in Midnight Sun. Mm-hmm. Just context to the like whiplash of emotions. Oop, sorry, <laughs> the door just closed on its own. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why. And her crying. I don't know. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah. So I feel like my comments for this chapter are not super insightful. On two ten, I just thought it was cute how Edward wants to give her his jacket and how she doesn't she says no but like charlie will wonder oh yeah he says you can well he says you can keep it i assured her quickly i rather wanted to leave her with something of myself oh yeah like the bottle cap that was in my pocket now you don't have a jacket for tomorrow she handed it back to me smiling ruefully i don't want to have to explain it to charlie she told me like i just think that's so cute how he you know Seems like such a normal teenage boy thing to do in a way. As I've said before, I think his love language is definitely gifts. A hundred percent gifts. Yeah. He loves it. He he puts a lot of meaning to objects. It's cute. Yeah. Adorable. (laughs) I underlined this line here. I'm not sure why. He said, "Sleep well." I whispered and leaned away before the urgency in my body, either the familiar thirst. Okay, I know why. Or the very new and strange hunger I suddenly felt could make me do something that might hurt her. (gasps) Is that alluding to a physical thirst? Sexual thirst? Yeah, definitely. I love it. Oh my gosh. This book feels way more... Okay, it's not that crazy, but it feels more adult to me. It does to me too. I mean, even the way... Even the presentation of it, the font is so much closer together. Yeah, much smaller. Much smaller. It doesn't seem like a kid. Well, young adult book. Yeah. Do you think that's also because Edward is technically older? (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) Possibly. Possibly. I liked on page 212... Edward is so refreshingly happy, and I really love it. Can I read the passage? Yes. It says, More than I thought, more than that, I thought of Bella in requited love. She couldn't love me the way I loved her. Such an overpowering, all-consuming, crushing love was prob- would probably break her fragile body. But she felt strut- Oh, boy, you don't even know. But she felt strongly <laughs> enough. Strongly enough to subdue the instinct of fear. Strongly enough to want to be with me. And being with her was the greatest happiness I had ever known. For a while, 
As I was all alone and hurting, no one else for a change, I allowed myself to feel that happiness without dwelling on the tragedy. Just be thrilled that she cared for me, just to exult in the triumph of winning her affection, just to imagine sitting close to her tomorrow, hearing her voice and earning her smiles. It was Cute. so sweet. What a sweetheart. I love those relief from how <laughs> tortured he is. I know. Do you think one of them loves the other more? Um, no. I don't mm. think so. Do you? Um, I don't know. I would, I do think it's even, but I, I just, the only reason I hesitate is Bella's whole thing with Jacob in Eclipse. Yeah, I, that did, <laughs> that, that, I'm telling you, it flashed through my mind, but I don't necessarily think an affection for someone else means that you love somebody less. Does that make sense? I feel like she disrespected Edward. Yeah. But and if you love someone, I don't think you would do that. But she was manipulated <laughs> by Jacob. True. And mm. J- Edward did hurt Bella by leaving. Don't hurt her! <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt her! <laughs> That's our like, inside joke. That yeah. Should we even explain it? Uh, Actually, it relates. Yeah, kinda. it's related to Twilight. <laughs> so I love the singer Jillian Baker. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys do too, but... Um, we're talking about, like, if Jillian... No, we're talking about who Kristen should date. And Jillian Baker identifies as queer. So we're like, oh, they should date each other. And because we love them both so much. And then I was like, but wait, no. I think Kristen would hurt her. Yeah. <laughs> Jillian is just so soft-spoken and Sweet. shy. Yeah. And I don't know why we could just picture Kristen breaking her heart and then Julian writing songs about it. So we started joking like, don't hurt her. Don't hurt her. (laughs) And now it just comes up. I don't know how. Yeah. Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Sorry, Kristen. She would be a heartbreaker. Yeah. (laughs) Don't hurt her. Don't hurt her. Poor Julian. (laughs) Julian. Okay, I actually don't have anything else from this chapter. I had just on 216. Carlisle's thinking about Edward, and he just says in his own thoughts, Edward deserves happiness. <laughs> there must be a way. And about Bella and his relationship and how he wants to support it. And I just think it's weird that, like, any of the Collins, I guess they can't help it, would be actively thinking about Edward when he's in the room. They can't help it! <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like Carlisle especially would have trained himself no, to... but you can't control your thoughts. Or can you? You can... I think you can control what you do with them. Yeah. But, but when they just show up... I feel like a thought like that is too fast in a way. Like, how can you control it? Yeah, that's true. It's very nice of Carlisle to be thinking that. I know. <laughs> Pretty much all the columns have very pure thoughts. <laughs> yeah. None of them have intrusive thoughts ever. <laughs> Maybe Edward just doesn't tell us. Yeah. He's a gentleman like that. He is. He is. Yeah. Well, the next chapter is chapter 11, interrogation. My first note (laughs) is for page 221. 221. We just get some horny Edward here, and it's great. I'm just going to read it. He says, The fabric had clung to her skin in such an appealing way, cut low enough to reveal the mesmerizing shape of her collarbones. Collarbones mm-hmm. are very sexualized in this series. Mm-hmm. Curling out from the hollow of her throat, 
The blue had flowed like water along the subtle shape of her body. It was better, essential, that I kept my thoughts far, far from that shape. So I was grateful for the unbecoming sweater. I couldn't afford to make mistakes. It would, it would be a monumental mistake to dwell in the strange hungers that thoughts of her lips, dot, 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 her skin, dot, 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 her body, dot, 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 were shaking loose inside me. Hungers that had evaded me for a hundred years. But I could not allow myself to think of touching her because that was impossible. I would break her. <laughs> There's no indication in the text that that's how he would say that. <laughs> I would break her. I just love that he was saying the long sweater was too big for her. Unflattering. It's just so yeah, funny. And then he yeah. later calls it ugly. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love when Edward's a little bitch. Me too. I don't know why. I like on the bottom of that page 221. He says, from now on, it must always be her choice. Yeah. I like that. He's Cute. all about what's best for Bella. I feel like the critics so overlook that. Critics. They don't know what they're talking about. On the next page, he says, would it ever cease to thrill me that I was the one she was saying yes to? Which I just thought was so cute. It was cute. So innocent. She gives the jacket back to him and that upsets him very similar to before i didn't realize that she was giving it back at first i wouldn't have asked for it i would rather she kept it a token <laughs> poor edward no. he's like wait you don't want to keep my jacket <laughs> um on page 224 jessica's thinking just kind of bitchy thoughts once again and or nosy thoughts to the very least. I had a question for you guys. Do you think that Edward would ever, and I don't, I guess I don't think he would, but do you think he would ever tell Bella the mean, uh, things. mean things that Jessica or any of her mm. other human friends think? It's a good question. Seems like he doesn't, and I feel like, if, especially if it's about Bella, he wouldn't want Bella to know that and make Bella insecure. But. I feel like we never see Edward say to her, like, oh, yeah, Angela, you can trust. Jessica, yeah. not so much. Yeah. He kind of refrains and, like, respects their privacy. I know. I like that, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah, you would think he would just say vaguely, like, mm -hmm. Jessica's not a great person. Yeah. And I know this because I read her thoughts. But also, I wholeheartedly I don't know I'm against people telling their friends when someone else is like shit talking them I feel like it never leads to any good yeah I mean there's always exceptions but definitely exceptions I never yes. like it when someone tells me like oh someone said this about you I'm like why did you tell me I know you didn't need to tell me because that because it's kind of inevitable people are always going to talk shit about you no yeah matter what I hate that yeah this girl I used to work with would always there's just one girl that I worked with this was at a chocolate place it wasn't like in an mm. office or anything but um we just did not get along really and this other girl would always update me on what mm. wait, I shouldn't name names what this girl would say about me and I was like you don't need to tell me like no. this is just gonna upset me yeah I'm gonna think about it it's really yeah. <laughs> toxic and yeah that's mm -hmm. happened to me before also in a work environment no as way well. yeah and would the other person be like updating you almost like oh. not necessarily updating but she just threw in that the boss 
Oh, it wasn't really my boss, but a boss said that my skirt was too short. Oh, and yeah. Inappropriate, and I just felt really embarrassed because she told me weeks later and it... Yeah, like, that's not necessary. Said it to other people. Yeah, it just made me feel, like, really shitty about myself. And you also don't know, like, what place somebody is in. And so if you were, yeah. like, just load that negativity onto them. Like, people say it behind people's backs for a reason. They don't want people yeah. to know. <laughs> what compels somebody to tell another what someone said about them? I The one time I did it and I thought I was totally justified is in college... I'm scared to say this, I guess. But in college, I had some friends, and one of the friends was really toxic and was really abusive, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, mentally Mm -hmm. abusive, and was very manipulative. Mm -hmm. And so that took a big toll on me and a lot of other people. Mm -hmm. And so by me telling one of the girls a mean thing that was said about her, it helped her to just end that friendship altogether. It was like the final straw, oh, okay. which I felt like was necessary yeah. for a relationship that already needed to end. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, you'd think Edward would maybe not get into details, but just tell her, like... Yeah. Don't trust Jessica. However, I think Bella kind of knows that. Yeah, I think she does She doesn't hang does out with too. Jessica all the time or anything. Yeah. He could have... I think more so, and maybe he does it, just... Instead of revealing people who are shit talking, just lift up the people who are not by saying like Angela's great. She's got great thoughts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she really cares about you. Bella, props to Bella for not asking him. Mm-hmm. I know. I feel like I would ask him like, Me what too. are they thinking? What are they thinking? Me too. What are they thinking? <laughs> <laughs> she like almost doesn't care. I know. She never asks about and when it. When he does say what someone's thinking, she goes. Don't tell me that. That's not fair. Yeah. Tell me Charlie's thoughts. I know. I would be all over that. I know. But I also would... I would choose if I had the option to not have the power to read people's minds. Yeah. I think... Me too, I I think think that is part of the reason why Edward is so tortured. Tortured soul. I know back in the day I said I would want to read minds, but... No, I don't think I do anymore. No. I don't want to know. I don't even want to read someone's journal. I don't want to know what their <laughs> innermost personal thoughts are. Mm. Curiosity killed the cat. It's true. I feel like whenever you go looking for something, you'll find you it. Yeah. Are upset by it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, yeah, it's fun in a way to not know what people are thinking. Yeah. Mm. Everyone, it's interesting. Everyone in Edward's thoughts, or at least that he tells us, has a inner monologue happening. He's I know. never just like so and so is visualizing, watching Shrek in their head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. It's almost like Charlie's the only one. Mm-hmm. He did tell us like Charlie seeing all these images and stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess he does see images. Yeah. Through people. Yeah. Like, we know he does with Alice. But, yeah, most of my thoughts are not really a monologue. Yeah, me too. I feel like most are not. Sometimes. I mean, I feel like it's tough, though. The ones I'm aware of are usually coherent, but the ones <laughs> that, like, are just natural, I'm, I'm not aware enough to know what they are. Thoughts <laughs> are so weird. Are you ever, like, okay, when I do have my monologue, I'm like, all right, after this, let's 
yeah cooked and I'm like let's who am I who's me (laughs) and then I'm like thinking like me and you it's like myself my spirit and yeah. my body and I'm like okay this is weird it's yeah like, <laughs> it's like we're teaming it I feel like uh what's it inside out also made me think about my mind it's like a whole yeah. committee or like the Spongebob episode where they're yeah. like in an office we forgot his name <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah it's so weird Hmm. Edward puts the jacket back on that Bella borrowed, and he says, I put the jacket on when I got to class, letting her fragrance swim thick around me. I would burn now. Let the scent desensitize me, and it would be easier to ignore it later when I was with her again at lunch. So interesting. He's just basking in her scent on him. I love that in class he randomly starts smiling. um, Oh, yeah. And... Uh, Sorry, I just like yelled that. <laughs> this student in class, Rob Sawyer, who sat at the desk at my right side, flinched visibly and slid deeper into his seat away from me. Ugh, creepy. <laughs> well, I hadn't lost it entirely. I love that. Oh, Edward. And then he, it. on page 228, he randomly starts laughing to himself <laughs> because he's listening to Jessica and Belle's conversation and... Oh, Ella yeah. Says, he drives like a maniac. It was terrifying. And he laughed out loud, interrupting Mr. Mason's announcement. Tried to turn the laugh into a cough, but no one was fooled. Mr. Mason <laughs> shot me an irash, ir- irritated look, but I didn't even bother to listen to the thought behind it. I was hearing Jessica. That's so funny to me. <laughs> Edward's just unhinged. Yeah. It's also funny to me picturing Edward pretending to cough. I class. know. <laughs> to cover up a laugh. Like, why does he even care? I know. And it's also <laughs> funny that a vampire... Even a vampire has to fight the urge to laugh sometimes. I know. And also feels socially awkward enough that he has to cover it up. Yeah. Because he knows that's weird. Don't you hate that? Don't you hate when you're in public? Oh, and my God. You have to laugh, but no one else is laughing, and you have to Do you ever it? just start laughing so hard? Because yeah. I'll be, like, remembering something, and I just start giggling. Yeah. Yeah, everyone does that, but... I so embarrassing. I still remember, I was actually just telling this story recently, when I was a freshman in high school, my Spanish teacher fell, she was young, so it wasn't a big deal, but she fell and just completely toppled over, I think a yeah. desk came down with her, Oh my and god! people chuckled for a second, and they were like, are you okay? Ten minutes later, I'm still in class, like, with my head in no my way. Arm, trying so That's hard so to funny. not laugh. <laughs> It was so painful. I was like, how has everybody moved on? Yeah, that's the craziest when you can't contain it and you're going to die, basically, because you're laughing so hard, but you're trying to hold it in. Oh, my gosh. That's happened to me in school, too. It's, like, painful. (sighs) That hasn't happened to me in a while. Yeah, me too. Maybe because I'm not in public very Mm -hmm. often. Mm -hmm. That's the worst. Hmm. What you got next? Hmm. I feel like I don't have... Oh, I wrote, I'm dead at this passage on 2.30. I don't know what it's Ooh, about, I have though, once again, so... Read it. Yep. It said, he, Edward said, I must not have been as mm-hmm. transparently obvious and out of control as I thought. Still, observant as she was, how could she not realize that I was in love with her? I sifted through our conversation 
almost surprised that I hadn't said the words out loud. Mm. It felt as though that knowledge was the subtext of every communication between us. Oh my god. So cute. That is so cute. So freaking cute. Yeah, I mean, it is kind of the subtext <sighs> in his narration. Yeah. And then on 232, Mr. Varner... There's like an interruption class. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. But Edward says, It was good that Jessica could no longer quiz Bella. I needed a minute. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a stalker. He's so excited about this interaction. It's so cute. <sighs> and then he also talks about him and Alice in gym class and how they had to play tennis or badminton. Mm-hmm. And it's just so weird to think about them having to exert physical energy in class would hold themselves back so much. Seems like they yeah. hate it. It must be kind of lame. Mm-hmm. Then we have him and Bella in the cafeteria mm-hmm. talking about, you know, him being a vampire and stuff, and Rosalie's freaking the F out. How could he? That selfish jackass. How could he do this to us? Mm. So annoying. <laughs> Edward eats something, as we see in Twilight, but oh, yeah. he says... I sighed as I thought of how I would have to choke it back up later. Disgusting. That's really interesting how they cannot digest food at all. <laughs> what if they just had a buff- like a buffet and feasted? Where would that go? I guess in their stomach. Yeah. Don't. Why don't they go to the bathroom? I know. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about the mythology, technically Edward can, and I hate to say it, guys, secrete liquids. <laughs> My jaw's dropped right now. <laughs> That's, of course, how, you know, we're nice yeah, 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 to yeah, be. Yeah. Something came out of his dick. <laughs> Why? The mythology. The mythology, but of course, yeah. I mean, they wouldn't have urine and stuff. Mm. And the blood just kind of is absorbed into their venom until they need more. But where does it go? That's my biggest question. It just stays, right? How could it just stay? Where is the blood, like, burning off? In the venom. Blood comes out as venom? I think how average. much are they? How much venom is leaving their body? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> uh, I feel like what goes in must venom. come out. Yeah, I don't understand. Because they get thirsty, like they need more. So where did it go? I know it's like we eat food, and that gives us energy. Yeah. I mean, it, it is explained in this book at one point. I mm-hmm. think it's just burned off by the venom until they need more. But I guess, yeah, my question is, if the venom does leave him, does he need more venom? No, I think he just produces it. Oh, okay. You know, it's like how our body produces saliva or whatever. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Weird. Whatever, we don't need to get into details. I mean, <laughs> I usually don't need that many explanations i think it gets even messier when we try to explain it scientifically this does he have an esophagus if he's able to swallow (laughs) do they have all the body parts i mean they did they did at one point yeah why would it yeah they must but now it says though there's no organs whatsoever in there i mean if you were to chop up a vampire there would be there would be an organ (laughs) i don't know 
Why wouldn't there be? Well, we don't see it in the movies at the very least. <laughs> the movies. They're just like, st- they're marble. Yeah. But it doesn't really make sense. Just magic. Yeah. It's it is magic. Just magic. <laughs> I liked how, you know, so he eats the piece of pizza mm-hmm. and then he says, she took a she took a bite from the same slice of pizza. It amazed me how trusting she was. It's kind of I know it's so such a small detail, but it is cute. Yeah. I don't know that she bit where he bit in the pizza. That is cute. <laughs> of course, she didn't know I was venomous. Not that sharing food would hurt her. Still, I expected her to treat me differently, as something other. She never did. Oh yeah, if his venom is on the pizza, <laughs> just a little bit, would her eating it turn her? Obviously not, but what if a lot of venom was Is venom always coming out of his teeth, or... We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, it seems like it comes out just when he's... It's almost like, I don't know how else to put it, like aroused, but in a thirst kind of way. Yeah, true. The venom comes out, but I don't think him just biting that piece of pizza... <laughs> when he's sucking and fucking. Yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, I feel like we need merch for that. <laughs> when he's sucking and fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly, that is creative. I didn't come up with that. Oh, you didn't? Well, I I didn't come up with a phrase. I just related it to Twilight, oh, though. I've never heard it before. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, she- here, Rosalie's thinking about burning Edward's car. Oh, yeah. So dramatic. She's a psycho. Yeah. That is really not okay. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. needs to get that under control. I thought it was cute on page 238 that... So, he's wondering if... She likes him, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, he says, Do you truly believe that you care for me more than I do for you? And she says, Yes, yes, you're going to answer. Yes, you really think that. Yes, I really think that. And she blushes, and she seems worried and stuff. And he realizes, abruptly, I realized, this was very hard for her to admit because she truly believed it. And I was no better than that coward Mike Asking her to confirm her feelings before I'd confirmed my own. It didn't matter that I felt I'd made my side abundantly clear. It hadn't gone through to her, and so I had no excuse. That coward, Mike. Mm-hmm. I feel like he isn't that clear. Like, when you're reading Twilight... Yeah, I agree. At this point in the book, yeah, he seems like he's being a little flirty. He's definitely attentive, yeah. but you can't really tell that he's in love with her. Actually, you can't tell at all, I don't think. yeah. I wouldn't say at this point in Twilight you're like, oh, he's in love with her. I agree. He's giving such <laughs> mixed messages. He yeah. keeps saying, we can't be friends, we can't be friends, I'm not good for you. And ignored her. I mean, he gave a horrible first impression. Yeah. First impressions <laughs> stay with you for a while. He's like, wait, you don't know that I care for you? Yeah, it's like, well, you didn't say. <laughs> I'm really bad at reading messages, too, for mm-hmm. the most part. Like, people got to spell that out. Yeah, I someone can be like super affectionate to me and I still think they don't really mean it. So Yeah. I feel that. I don't really have anything else for this chapter though. Oh, I have a few more. I like on two thirty eight at the bottom, he's she says, Well, look at me trying to say like, Oh, I'm ordinary and he thinks I was looking. All I ever did was look at her. Aww. <laughs> so cute. So cute. Don't hurt. 
Hater. Don't hate it. Okay, and then and then two forty one. He says that this hideous sweater once again, trashing her outfit. <laughs> Cute. I'd be very upset if Edward Cullen thought my sweater was hideous. I but know. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, why did I underline this? Oh, I think I, I think I just thought it was cute. She said, "Are you like a bear too?" She asked in an almost whisper. I don't know why I thought that was cute. It's like, "Are you like a bear?" <laughs> I don't know, I just never pictured Bella like that. No. It seemed very sweet. <laughs> yeah. Can you picture Kristen Stewart delivering a line like that? No. That'd be cute, though. She'd be like, are you like a bear, too? Yeah. <laughs> True. She'd do it in her own way. Yeah. <laughs> are you like a bear? <laughs> oh, we just watched the movie American Ultra. Oh, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's so funny. It's a Kristen Stewart movie. We're trying to watch all of them. I don't know if that will ever happen. But... I know. Because then we watch one and then she makes another one. <laughs> every day. Yeah. It's like, not get ahead of this. It was so funny. Yeah, though. I really enjoyed it. I feel like it's really underrated. I agree. Yeah. Like, I'm not usually into action movies. Yeah. Neither is Mel, really, I don't think. No. But it's funny. It doesn't feel like... It doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah. It's kind of like laughing at itself a little bit. But then we're talking after. It's interesting. We have, uh, I think I may have seen Catch That Kid, but she's done like three spy action movies. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? With Charlie's Angels being the third one. Still never saw that. Me neither. I'm less interested in it. I know. At one point, I wanted to see it. And then I don't know what happened. I, I mean, it's not my kind of movie in general, but... Don't call me Angel. I, I would, would watch see it. it for, yeah, I'd see it because Kristen's in it, but I'm yeah. just not that interested otherwise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Kristen. Maybe it will surprise us. Maybe. So the next chapter, chapter 12, Complications. My first note is just general, so as we know in this chapter, mm-hmm. Edward wants to thank Angela for how pure her thoughts are, especially mm-hmm. about Bella. Mm-hmm. So he comes up with this plan, which he uh, convinces Emma to help him with, and Emma's like, what? Yeah. Where he goes by Ben, who Angela has a crush on, and they like try to make Ben jealous by talking about how he is into Angela. And they say, like, oh, but she really likes Ben. And he kind of sets it up and orchestrates it for her. But my question is, I feel like Edward and Bella are already kind of going public at this point. Is this a bad look for Edward that he then (laughs) is overheard saying how he's really into Angela? Like, it kind of takes away from what's going on with Bella here. Yeah, Definitely, but I feel like Ben has a thought kind of like, oh, doesn't he already have so many girls or whatever? Like, mm-hmm. it is a bad look, but I feel like Edward already has a bad look in a way, so. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I know what you mean. It makes Bella seem less special. If yeah. I was Bella, I'd honestly be embarrassed by that. <laughs> I don't think Bella would be, but I would be because I'd be like, oh, like, it just seems like it's like. Well, I don't I'm think... I'm second best to Angela. At this point, all they've done is talk in the cafeteria. Yeah, but... That doesn't did, mean that, that they're dating. They draw heads. Yeah, but that doesn't mean... Yeah. 
anything per se. Yeah. I love this plot line though. I think it's really cool. I like that Stephanie added this. I know. It was a little weird to me that he would never mention this to Bella. I know. But as we know, Edward's a mysterious private guy. Very private guy. Yeah. I know. You would think he casually would just be like... Oh, you know, Angela and Ben, I actually uh, take responsibility. I know. <laughs> like, what? That would be a light conversation that would really distract from all the heavier things <laughs> that he's trying to I know the subject from. <laughs> it seems like a pretty big deal to me. Yeah. If I was telling her what I did today, I would mention it. They don't really talk about that, though. I liked on the first page of this chapter... This is just getting into details about the same thing. He's just listening to Angela's thoughts and says, heartbreak was everywhere. I don't mm. know. I like that part. And then he's talking about how Mr. Banner is bringing a TV in for class with an, a VCR. And it says, he was skipping through a section he wasn't particularly interested in, genetic disorders, by showing a movie for the next three days. Which... I don't know, this is probably me be reading way too much into it mm. and being like a English professor right now, but I wondered why Stephanie even included that and I just underlined genetic disorders because I feel like genetics is a big thing in Twilight. Like mm. the werewolves, Renesme, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> the chromosomes. Yeah. yeah, the chromosomes. Um, there's a lot of talk about chromosomes later in the series, so that, that was funny. Yeah, that is interesting. Oh, I found something. I have something to compare. Mm -hmm. It's on 248. All right. Go for it. So they're watching the movie now on the VCR. Oh. <laughs> and, you know, they the turn tension. the lights off. And there's tension. You guys probably remember this in Twilight. Okay. He says, As though we were alone, just the two of us, hidden in the dark room, sitting so close beside each other. My hand moved toward her without my permission, just to touch her hand, to hold it in the darkness. Would that be such a horrific mistake? If my skin bothered her, she would only have to pull away. I yanked my hand back, folded my arms tightly across my chest, and clenched my hands closed. No mistakes, I'd promised myself. Mm. If I held her hand, I would only want more, another insignificant touch, another move closer to her. I could feel that. Blah, blah, blah. Bella folded her arms securely across her own chest, and her hands balled up into fists identical to mine. What are you thinking? I was dying to whisper the words to her. So, I just thought that was interesting because him reaching his hand out. This is so small. Like, no, uh, but the tension is I know. So... Well, that's what I love about yeah. Twilight is that it is such a slow build that something like this, you really feel it. it. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. He's almost going to touch her hand. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't. But, but uh, that's what real life is like sometimes. Yeah, it is. And so, in Twilight, it's just... Um, she's thinking the same thing, though. I was, I was stunned by the unexpected electricity that flowed through me, amazed that it was possible to be more aware of him than I already was, a crazy impulse to reach over and touch him, to stroke his perfect face just once in the darkness, nearly overwhelmed me. I crossed my arms tightly across my chest, my hands balling into fists. I was losing my mind. The opening credits began, lighting the room by a token amount. My eyes, of their own accord, flicked to him. I smiled sheepishly, sheepishly as I realized his posture was identical to mine, fists clenched under his arms, right down to the eyes, peering sideways at me. He grinned back, his eyes somehow managing to smolder even in the dark. I looked away before I could start hyperventilating. It was absolutely ridiculous that I should feel dizzy. So, 
really funny. It's almost phrased in a similar way, but she doesn't notice that he reached his hand out. So it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I asked you 49. I wrote, he touched her. He was just so exciting. He touched her. I know. <laughs> then my hand lifted without a conscious command for it to do so as gently as if she were made of the thinnest glass. As if she were fragile as the bubble, I'd imagine my fingers stroked the warm skin that covered her cheekbone. She heated under my touch, and I could feel the pulse of blood speed beneath her transparent skin. It's just so... Oh, that transparent skin again. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so exciting. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote, oh my gosh, on the next page, I wrote, oh my god, so hot. What? He says, a thousand different possibilities ran through my mind in an instant. A thousand different ways to touch her. Oh my god. <laughs> the tip of my finger tracing the shape of her lips. My palm cupping her chin. Pulling the clip from her hair and letting it spill out across my hand. My arms winding around her waist, holding her against the length of my body. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> You're cute, Mel. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I'm Against the length. reading this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, Edward. But then, oh my gosh, they do this favor for Angela. And I love that Emma agrees. And this is just so sweet. It so, shows how close their bond is. Mm -hmm. He said, no one had a better brother than mine. Oh, I underline that too. Poor Jasper. Rosie was a queen, but I would always owe her one for choosing Emmett. I know. Yeah, I love, I love how he's just so close with Emmett. It's cute. They're bros. They are. I didn't really realize that until Midnight Sun. They really compliment each other. I was going to say New Moon again. What's wrong with me? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that Angela is six feet tall. That's tall. Or not six feet tall. She's six inches taller than Ben. Oh yeah, and Edward kind of remarks like, something as silly as that shouldn't keep them apart. Yeah, but how tall is Ben? That's significant. <laughs> maybe she's, maybe she is six feet tall. Yeah. Maybe he's five foot six. Yeah, good math there. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I can subtract six from twelve. Yeah. <laughs> I would have had to think about that. <laughs> Yeah, but it was a good point because here he is with this, he, I mean, vampires aren't real, so yeah. we can't really relate, but here he is with this relationship that is so hard to make work, and then here's two people, all that's really keeping them apart, maybe, is that Ben's embarrassed that he's shorter. Like, exactly, oh, and that actually, matter. that actually does keep relationships apart. Yeah, like, it's true. I have friends who have been so on the fence about guys because they were shorter than them, and it's like... Mm. In the grand scheme of things, that is so in insignificant. I do think, uh, since I'm like 5'2", I've never really been in that position, so... Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, some people, Can't. physically, that's just not what they're attracted to, and so I feel like they don't necessarily feel good about that that could be a deal breaker, but it's also something they maybe can't change. Yeah. Ugh. It sucks, though. I feel yeah. really bad for shorter guys that that happens. I know. Or a lot of taller women feel insecure yeah. about their height, and, like, they yeah. can't date someone shorter than them. Because mm. I feel like height has also been so gendered that, like, it's 
Yeah. You feel maybe too masculine if you're too tall as a woman or too Mm -hmm. feminine if you're too short as a guy. I don't know. There's always someone, though. Guys, there's always someone into anything. Everything. Yeah. 100%. (laughs) And also, no matter what your height is, just own it because... Yeah. That... Me, as someone who's 5'5", five, five, average height. <laughs> but I think it makes a huge difference. I love when I see someone, a woman who's really tall and she's wearing, like, like my best friend Hannah. She'll mm-hmm. wear, like, six-inch heels mm-hmm. to make herself even taller. And I think that that attracts such positive attention. Yeah. You go, girl. You go, girl. I mean, I did date someone, like, my height, basically. Yeah. But I just happen to be... The same height. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was cool with me. It's fine with me. In that aspect. <laughs> uh, my next note is two fifty six. Me too. Uh, oh my god! I wish it. I want. <laughs> wonder if it's the same thing. Is it Mike's thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. I hate him. <laughs> I wish he would die. I hope he drives the shiny car right off a cliff. <laughs> Why couldn't he just leave her alone, stick to his own kind, to the freaks? What does he mean by that? His siblings? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> stick to your own kind, your stick, family. Stick to your own kind. Date your family. The emo kids. Yeah. No, but... <laughs> There's nobody for him to date of his... I don't know what he means by that. I know. I wrote, oh my god, chill, Mike. <laughs> That's just, I hope you die. I hope he dies. <laughs> Horrible. <sighs> have I ever wished that someone would die? I have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I have. Maybe. But it's I don't not a good thing. It. Not a good thing. It's not a good thing. That just reminded me of Marriage Story when he's like, I hope you die. Yeah. <laughs> I wake up every day and I'm disappointed. I don't know if that's a quote. I think so. I don't know. Maybe when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like hopefully as you get older, hopefully Mike doesn't think things like that anymore. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's a teenager and he's pissed off. I have another Thirsty Edward line. Oh. 259, he said, For one second I struggled desperately to find the strength, the control to be able to put my mouth so close to her skin. Ooh. I love it. Ooh. Oh, my next note is not that it's significant, but I just said I really like how Emmett is really content with being a vampire. He's so at peace with everything. Yeah. And, you know, everyone else is a little bit tortured about it, but there's really nothing, nothing that's bothering him. He's just along for the ride. I like that, too. But everyone else would trade anything to be human. Emmett is so chill. He's so secure. Mm-hmm. He really is. I like Emmett says, well, Rosalie's saying, why? Why did you tell her? And mm-hmm. Emmett says, I'm actually surprised you were, ab- you were able to. Emmett said before I could respond, you rarely say the word, even with us. It's not your favorite. Mm-hmm. I guess he means vampire. Yeah. I thought that was an interesting bit. And then he, Edward thinks, what would it feel like to feel the way Emmett did? To be so practical, so free from regret, to be able to so easily accept and move forward. So, power of now, of Emmett, so present. I know. Emmett could become a 
spiritual guru if you want to do. I feel like Emmett should leave Rosalie. Mm-hmm. I know that's not going to happen, but I just think that she brings so much negativity into his life. That he I know. Does not need. I don't think it really bothers him, but he can do it better. <laughs> he should leave Rosalie. About, Imagine if that happened. I know. What about Emmett and Leah Clearwater? That would be cool. That would be, be a cool story. Yeah, that would be cool. Oh, he's I'm never sure. going to leave her. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he's never going to leave her. I know, I know, I know you're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Harry met Sally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they never do. They never leave her. <laughs> <laughs> that is a weird thing about the vampires. Mm-hmm. I don't truly get it. Yeah. In a way. We'll get into this later with James and Victoria. Yeah. So we'll talk about it then. Um, one thing I have for this chapter, page 263. Oh, did you have something on 263? On page 263, uh, they it's revealed that Bella learned their secret from talking to Jacob. And I just don't really understand why they never really expected <laughs> rumors to get out yeah. that way. Well, they're they're under the bargain is to promise mm-hmm. that they won't tell anybody. Yeah. It's true. So actually that is kinda bad. Yeah, that is pretty bad. <laughs> Jacob like literally set this whole thing in motion. They weren't supposed to tell anybody. <laughs> Wasn't that the deal? Like we'll preserve your your secret. Yeah, I think so. We'll let you stay here as long as you don't come over here and you don't bite anybody. Yeah, and Jacob is sure just that's the deal. casually <laughs> breaking the secret. Yeah, that's true. It's weird that they're not more angry about it in a way. I know. Well, I don't expect, like, Carlisle to be, but mm-hmm. Rosalie for sure. Okay, chapter 13. Another complication. Did you guys read it? Right away, I said, I love how in this chapter we get so much more backstory into Bella's life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so fascinating. Well, right now he's going to her room and creeping. Mm-hmm. Creeping in that way that he does. I don't know why I underlined this line. I think I just liked it. I was in the trees when the sky lightened from black to gray. I held my breath this time to keep the scent of her from escaping. I refused to let the pure morning air erase the ache in my throat. So now it's like he wants it. Yeah. It's interesting. Especially, he says, like, when the longer he's around it, the more used to it he is. And the less painful it is. So, yeah, this is the chapter when he's asking her questions, because now it's his turn. Yes, and we learn so many specifics that Bella doesn't care to tell us in her perspective. Mm Mm-hmm. I I know. I feel like in Twilight, I kind of got why Stephanie didn't get so specific. Mm Mm-hmm. In a way, it's, like, a little superficial and doesn't add to the story per se, but I think for fans, it's really fun to know these little details about Bella. Yeah, and I it's think, cool. I think little details, too, also tell you so much about a person's character. I mean, not really. It doesn't matter what her favorite candy is, but it makes her oh, more... Sh- I have something to say about that. Oh, wait, I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucked up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll just go through it. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite color? Edward asks, it changes from day to day. What's your favorite color today? Probably brown. Weird. We got two green. That always bothered me that Bella didn't appreciate the greenery of I know. forks. 
Yes. <laughs> uh, Washington's a beautiful place. I know. But whatever. <laughs> no, it's but weird. It is interesting that brown's her favorite color. It's yeah. unique. Well, I feel like we also see that a lot in her, the way that they dressed her in the movies and stuff. They really incorporated mm-hmm. that. What is Edward's favorite color? Blue. Does he say that? Well, he says uh, Bella dress. I mean, Alice dresses. Oh, spoiler! Dresses Bella in the blue prom dress, and I thought he just liked how it looked on Bella. Yeah, but I think if he likes how it looks on Bella, it's probably the <laughs> color. <laughs> I guess. But he also probably. I think he likes brown because of the color of her eyes. Mm. Okay, but what is his personality without Bella? Oh, <laughs> gray. <laughs> gray. Yeah, maybe. What I've known some people. Think? His favorite color is gray. Okay, yeah. And then she's, he asks what music is in her CD player. Linkin Park, hybrid theory. Not what I was expecting. And then he has the same CD. Yeah. Weird. Her favorite movie, she struggles to pick one, but she says Pride and Prejudice, the six-hour one with Colin Firth. Vertigo, and Monty Python, and the Holy Grail. <laughs> there are more, but I'm blanking. Are these just Stephanie's favorite I know. movies? I, I haven't seen the Colin Firth one. I would like to, but I like those movies. They're good. That's pretty cool of Bella. Her favorite smell is lavender, which is weird because that's also coincidentally <laughs> the smell of her blood. I don't know how that works. <laughs> I don't understand how someone's blood yeah. would smell like lavender. That doesn't make sense. And <laughs> clean laundry. Yeah. That's a common one. Even James, like, remarks, like, lavender. Huh. <laughs> like, what? Ow! <laughs> I hope my yeah, Where is this coming from? Smells like, uh, <laughs> what is my favorite smell? Gasoline. <laughs> gasoline. Yeah. Pine trees. Oh, her blood smells like gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What candy do you like best? I'm surprised Edward would even ask that. I know. Okay, this but is weird to me, though. Black licorice and Sour Patch Kids. I'm sorry. Black licorice is the worst candy. It's the worst. That's ever existed. I literally failed it and wrote, ew, what the fuck? Is she for real? <laughs> <laughs> sorry if anyone's listening and likes black licorice. I don't mean to start a fight. It's disgusting. But I know. It's the grossest candy, I think, hands down. It's like down. notoriously the worst candy. Yeah. Sour Patch Kids, fine. Mm. But... Black licorice. Oh I'm God. such a chocolate person me that, too. that I don't know why. Also, I don't mean to. I don't want to divide anybody. Oh, don't hate me. But it kind of wears me out when people comp- prefer gummies. I don't know why. Yeah. Something about it just I mean, wears me out. I think I little crave crave a gummy for sure, but mm. I don't know why they don't I never hit the crave same as chocolate. Gummies. I never really crave gummies. Do you have a favorite gummy? Like, if you were to have a gummy? Uh, <laughs> gummy? <laughs> uh, I really never eat them. Probably just, like, Swedish fish or something. Yeah, I would I say Swedish know. fish as well. I used to like the ribbons, like, at the candy store. Yeah. But, I yeah, I don't really eat gummies. I actually don't even like Twizzlers. Oh, wow. Spoiler. I don't like the taste of them. They taste like plastic to me. I like fruit by the foot. Oh my gosh! Oh, fruit roll-ups. I haven't had that in forever. Oh yeah, I like. Okay, I I'll buy. Snacks. I'll buy those things at Trader Joe's that are like fruit bars. I know that's yeah. not even a gummy. It's <laughs> not a candy, but it's kind of similar vibe. Yeah, I like those. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. She's just not a chocolate girl. 
I know. Well, I would think she would. I would think she would be because of her chocolate eyes. I know. <laughs> I know. She she likes lavender, so she's lavender blood. She's chocolate eyes, so she likes chocolate. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe black licorice. My God. I know that is weird. Wait, I'm gonna. There's a song by the band Peach Pit. Peach Pit called Black Licorice. Okay, yeah, this is the lyrics. I'm just black licorice, and all the people that I know would rather leave me in the bowl. (laughs) (laughs) I... Black licorice is so disgusting. Like, he's trying to say, like, no one wants me. Yeah. I'm black licorice. (laughs) Oh. When I used to go to the... I still do go to the dentist, but... (laughs) (laughs) When I used to go to the dentist. Not recently, but, um... When I was a kid, I used to always try to get the grossest flavors of the fluorite just to torture myself. That's so interesting. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Just to say I got it and just sound like edgy. So I literally had gotten black <laughs> fluoride and it was the most disgusting You just thing wanted ever. to be edgy? Yeah. Or just like I wanted to just like, I don't know. I just would get the impulse of try the grossest thing. That's so interesting. Yeah. Are you a masochist? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I just wanted to see, like, how bad it could be. What a sick masochistic I wanted to be surprised, I guess. Wow. I feel like I would would always pick, like, watermelon or something. Oh, yeah. I kind of, I do like watermelon Sour Patch Kids. I can not do anything watermelon after one of my first horrible drinking experiences. Mm. I, anything watermelon. Poor Mel. I can't hear the name watermelon. I mean, it's a little overrated. It doesn't really taste like watermelon anyway. Yeah, exactly. I think watermelon, controversial, so... The real fruit. So overrated. Oh, me too. I know we agree on this. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Come at us. DM us. You're at a party and someone shows up with a watermelon. I don't understand how some people freak the fuck out. I know. They're like, watermelon! Oh my god! It's like, are you kidding me? It's literally just like a flavored slushy water. Yeah, does this happen everywhere? At least least in like New England? I don't know. For some reason, when someone brings out a watermelon in the backyard, it's like, it's like the craziest thing ever. Honestly, that doesn't We have watermelon! There's nothing for me. It's so easy to just go get a watermelon from yeah. the store and cut it up. I just think, I mean, yeah, it's refreshing if you're thirsty, but it's very bland. Yeah. Like, I'd rather eat a berry or something. Yeah, and I, just, I don't get why people have that reaction to it. Like, it's just, it's not I guess because it's just summer, because they're not in season, so you don't usually have it the rest of the year. Yeah. But I don't know. I just think it's an overrated fruit. Yeah, I I agree. think all melons kind of suck. Oh my god! Too watery. I skip it in the fruit salad. (laughs) Fruit salad. I mean, I think watermelon is probably the best of the melons, but what are the other ones just beside regular melon? Like cantaloupe, I think is a melon. Oh yeah, I don't like it either. You know what, guys? I'm gonna Google it. Melons. Fruit salad. I really only like a strawberry. A blueberry, a pineapple, and only pineapple sometimes. I'm not super crazy about it. And oh, I like pineapple. I feel like that's it. I didn't use it to. Like, yeah. There's nothing really else in a fruit salad Watermelon. I like. Cantaloupe. Cantaloupe sucks. 
Oh yeah, cantaloupe is disgusting. What if that was on the cover of the Twilight book? A cantaloupe. Oh my gosh. I don't know. There's other melons, but you know what? I'm not that familiar with them. Oh, honeydew melon. It's the green one. Oh, okay. That will be in that's salad sometimes. I feel like that's what I think of as a regular melon. Yeah, that's called honeydew. Also kind of bland. Yeah. There's a lot. I haven't had a lot of these. Watermelon yeah. sugar high. <laughs> Watermelon sugar high. Watermelon sugar. Okay, I do love that song, but I gotta say the lyrics make no sense. I have to do a deep dive. They really don't. Tastes like strawberries. Wait, I thought we were singing about yeah, watermelon. True. Like what? what does that mean? On a summer evening. And it, and he says, and it sounds just like a song. This is a song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, this is dumb. I really like that song, but you just can't you can't listen to the lyrics. Yeah, so silly. <laughs> this is a song. Okay. Uh, let's see what else he asks her. Oh, so she also likes Beauty and the Beast and The Empire Strikes Back. I know that's everyone's favorite, but for good reason. I assured her. <laughs> what? He's watched Star Wars. Um, he asked her, where would you like to travel? And Prince Edward Island? That's cool. Yeah. New York? Uh, do you think she says Prince Edward Island solely because his name is Edward? No, she says Anna Green Gables, you know. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, New York? That's cool. Mm-hmm. Cool. She's been to LA and, of course, Phoenix. And then, if I can go anywhere... Yeah, that was a question, Bella. Mm-hmm. I'd want to go to England. See all the stuff I've been reading about. I do think she would like it there. I do think so, too. Favorite places you've already been. She says Santa Monica Pier. It's interesting to me. My mom said Monterey was better, but we never did get that far up the coast. She seemed a lot more traveled than the movie with that quilt. Oh, yeah, I know. They definitely added to that yeah. yeah that's not in the book i don't think she's been to the east coast actually. well yeah because he says what's the farthest he's ever been and she said um here i guess farthest north from phoenix anyway farthest east albuquerque but i was so young then i don't remember farthest west would probably be the beach in the push mm. i like that um he's kind of freaked out by this a little bit yeah. Because though she'd only had 17 years to explore, I still felt surprised and guilty. She'd seen so little, experienced such a meager amount of what life had to offer. It was impossible that she should truly know what she wanted mm. now. He feels bad, like, because he's lived so long, he's exactly. done all these things, and he's like, oh, shoot. Yeah, it's, it's not even. God, yeah. if he only knew how little I had seen at that age, he's seen more than I had, I think. If only you knew how little I know about the things that matter. <laughs> What's that from? Call me by your name. Oh, yeah. What things that matter. Well, I guess maybe I had seen more. You, you... I'd been to all of New England. Well, it At sounds that like age, I'd been to You'd all been of to New Florida. England, Florida, yeah. I That's had... I'd been to Ireland. Okay, well, now I don't want to start bragging. Yeah. <laughs> I did go on the Europe trip. Now I've seen... To France and Italy. Now. And I'd been to Quebec. Yeah. 
I mean, I guess she's seen uh, only a handful of states. Yeah. He says, tell me about books. And she says, you can't make me choose a favorite. And then she says, where do I start? Um, little women. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And then everything Austin. Though I'm not a huge fan of Emma. I can't believe that. I love Emma. Why not? Oh, she's so full of herself. These feel like Stephanie Myers. Yeah. <laughs> I love Eyre. Emma. Shut up. Mm-hmm. I'll fight you. Okay, Jane Eyre. Yeah, I actually haven't seen that. I mean, read that yet. That's my idea of a heroine. And I said, of course it is. Because that's who she's based off of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to Kill a Mockingbird. Fahrenheit 451, all of the Chronicles of Narnia, but especially The Voyage of the Dawn Treader, Gone with the Wind. Yeah, these are all Stephanie's favorite books. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Orson Scott Card. Yeah, I know Stephanie likes him. But it shows it shows how uh, well-read Bella is mm-hmm. at 17 years old. I think it's interesting. She says that book Tooth and Claw, and it comes up later, and I hadn't heard of that book before either. Mm-hmm. Edward, because Edward says he's read all of them, I think, except Tooth and Claw. And I'm also not familiar with that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is interesting. Edward says, there was, he said, I could see elements of the stories in her makeup, characters that had shaped the context of her world. There was a bit of Jane Eyre in her, a portion of Scott, Scout Finch, Joe March, Measure of Eleanor Dashwood, and Lucy Pavinci. I was sure I would find more connections. I learned more about her. Mm. Don't want to see Scout. I guess, yeah, she's like an outsider. Mm. But I almost wonder if that's Stephanie writing in <laughs> her inspiration for the character. Maybe. Edward's narration. Maybe. Music... She says she's not super musical, which is interesting. But she's into Simon and Garfunkel, Neil Diamond, Joni Mitchell, John Denver. I freaking love Simon and Garfunkel. And the others are cool too. Yeah. But, but but she says I listen to what my mom had. So this is actually her mom's taste. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. That would be hard for me. Music's very important to me. Yeah, but she's only 17. Usually that's when teenagers are their most obsessed with music. I don't know. I think (laughs) I found my music taste when I was about 20. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter to Edward, but... Mm -hmm. And when I was in high school, like, I didn't care that much, but I always wanted to date someone who was really into music and, like, discovering music. So this would be a turn-off to me. No offense, Bella. I don't think I'd want to date you. (laughs) <laughs> TV shows, she doesn't watch TV. Oh, yeah. I don't watch a lot of TV. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Coke or Pepsi. Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Interesting. She's so similar to Caitlin. My sister doesn't really... Well, she's kind of getting more into music a little bit, but she's also not that into music and also loves Dr. Pepper. Yeah. You know Dr. <laughs> Pepper? Wait, I think you told me. It's the oldest soda. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Which is surprising. I know. Um, that's yeah, funny. Cream. That he asked her Coke or Pepsi, and she picks a different soda. I can't believe he asked all this. Favorite ice cream, cookie dough. Pizza, cheese, boring but true. Oh, that's, I have to judge that. I like cheese, too. I know, but, I mean, (laughs) it's not fun. I think (laughs) I would have said cheese. Really? At the time, yeah. Interesting. Why, what would you say? I don't know. I, I, I love pizza with chicken on it. 
I think now I would say margarita, which is like kind of boring. It's like mm-hmm. basically cheese, but I want it to be an actual margarita. Yeah. The Neapolitan style. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or I'd say like with spinach or something. Yeah. But I don't know. But I personally don't like pepperoni pizza. I mean, usually it's like pizza, cheese, or pepperoni. Yeah. I do say I don't like pepperoni. I don't so. really like pizza as much with red tomato sauce. Oh. That's like the point. <laughs> don't want to date you, Mel. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, these things, yeah, they kind of matter, but they also don't. Yeah. Football team, um, pass. Basketball? I'm not really a sports person. Ballet or opera? Ballet, I guess. I've never been to the opera. Oh, then, the, oh my gosh, I love this. I was not unaware that this list I was compiling had a use behind just learning to understand as much as I could of her. I was also learning things that might please her, gifts I might give her. He is yeah. such a gifts person. Yeah, it's so cute. That's his love language. I, that's so sweet. That, is, <laughs> that turns me on so much that he's doing all this with a purpose. Okay, I have a comparison on this page. Wait, mm-hmm. no, we have to finish going through this. Sorry. Oh, just, I think... I think some of this is in Twilight, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, What's like, your gemstone? Topaz. That's in Twilight. Yeah, the co- it's because it's the color of his eyes. So, here he says, why does that make you embarrassed? And she won't say why. And then he goes, tell me, I insisted rudely. I felt ashamed at once. I just wanted to compare that to Twilight. Because mm. here we have Edward the narrator, like... Making up for himself, like, knowing that it's rude and I felt bad. But we don't get that in Twilight, you know? So, in Twilight, tell me he finally commanded after persuasion failed. Failed only because I kept my eyes safely away from his face. It's not that big of a deal. Um, But it is kind of demanding. I mean, he says, tell me he finally commanded. Yeah. Not that bad. But do you think... I think there's bigger instances of this in the book. But do you think that... Stephanie wanted to make Edward seem a little less yeah. mean sometimes. I think so, yeah. I don't know if she wrote it with the... Always knowing exactly that Edward would be regretting his word choice or aware that something came out the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But I feel like her reading it back probably mm-hmm. wants to make him softer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder. And do you think it's just because she realized, like, oh, that was kind of rude of him? Or do you think that she was aware that people have criticized Edward for being controlling? I mean, this isn't that controlling, but he's, like, demanding that she tells him. (laughs) I don't know. I feel like it probably is a mixture of both. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like her opinion on it could have changed as well, too. That's true. I mean, it could have been influenced by people's critiques it's just very interesting i mean you don't usually get the chance to sort of like rewrite what you wrote yeah so it's kind of fascinating the little changes very true and then is this entirely asks what flowers she prefers um dahlias for looks lavender and lilac for fragrance (laughs) she loves lavender (laughs) (laughs) yeah Purple's cool. Purple's cool. <laughs> um, yeah. Activities. She's like, my mom likes to keep 
the weekends open for adventures. I did Girl Scouts for a while, and once she put me in a dance class, but that was a mistake. She thought it would be convenient because it was close enough for me to walk there after school, but no convenience was worth the mayhem. Mayhem, really? I asked skeptically. If I had Miss Kavanev's number, she would corroborate my story. So here we're getting a little bit of foreshadowing for the whole ballet studio in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one error, dance teachers usually never go by Miss and then their last name. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's true. It would be Miss first name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that is. Unless her first name is Kavanev. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I think it's so cute that oh, after she says this, she huffed quietly, a little exasperated. She still didn't like being taken care of. Oh, because he gathers her trash. Mm-hmm. She huffed. Huff. Huff. Just cute. Oh, I have a random note here. Um, they're talking okay. about like walking in the hallway. And reading this, I realized that I don't know if you do the same thing. When I picture the hallways and the school, I still picture <laughs> it as my middle school. Me too. Hallway. I picture it as middle my middle school too. Yeah. And I picture the cafeteria as my middle school cafeteria. Isn't that? Actually, so cute. Yeah. Thinking about it actually made me really emotional because it's yeah. like, wow, I'm put back in that place I was when I first read Twilight. Yeah. Like, our mind just still does it. Yeah. And also, I still picture Bella's house as. I used to picture it back in the day, kind of like a version of this girl I was friends with, Casey's house. And I don't know why I still do. It's That's so <laughs> cool. Yeah, our listener, Deb, on Twitter said that she still pictures Bella's room as her old bedroom. Oh, old house. that's cute. Yeah. Something about that feels so magical to me that I your know. brain does that. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's like <laughs> just trans... Like you're... Uh, being transported in time and mm-hmm. it's like I didn't even realize until halfway through this book like yeah oh, I'm in my middle school hallway yeah. right now <laughs> a picture of the McCarthy middle school gym too yeah and that whole area like whenever he's eavesdropping or whatever yeah it's so yeah picture <laughs> the red lockers in my seventh grade hallway yeah <laughs> Because we were in middle school. Yeah, when we read Twilight. <laughs> but it's interesting that we've even been to the real Forks High School. I know. And still... We've seen the movie. Yeah. We've been to the real Forks High School. And we've even been to high school. Yeah. We still picture our middle yeah. school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't picture my high school. It's yeah. the middle school. It's so funny. Yeah, totally <laughs> middle school. <laughs> like wow. The same one hallway. That's cool. <laughs> Hmm, my next thing is on 277. Uh, Yeah, I don't have anything else. I thought it was funny. He's thinking about our fave couple, Emmett and Rosalie, and Mm. he thinks he always gave Rosalie the benefit of the doubt, and though I knew that was... (laughs) And though I knew that I was just the opposite, I never gave her the benefit of the (laughs) doubt. (laughs) Good. Yeah. She doesn't deserve it. She does not. I mean, he can read her mind. Yeah. There's no room for the benefit of the doubt Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's funny, too. I think this is Alice thinking to Edward. She thinks, and Jazz, well, you know, he's tired of being the weakest link. You're kind of too perfect with the self-control, and it gets annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was funny. Putting out that people can get annoyed with Edward. 
Then they're back to questions. Mm -hmm. So Bella's talking about Phoenix, where she's from, and asks if Edward's ever been to Phoenix, and he says no. Yeah, none of this is in Twilight, right? I don't think so, no. And Bella says, right, of course, the sun. Oh yeah, she still doesn't know. It creates some kind of problem for you? Indeed. I wasn't about to try to explain that answer. It was also something that had to be seen to be understood. Oh, it was really something that had to be seen to be understood. Also, Phoenix was a little too close for comfort to the lands of the aggressive southern clans claimed. Mm. But that wasn't a story I wanted to get into either. Interesting. Yeah, and she's talking about life in Arizona and Mm -hmm. cacti and shit. And shit. (laughs) And he just casually mentions, uh, we lived in New Orleans for a while. I love that. I want to know more about that. Uh, Anytime they mention a place they've been to, I freak out. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I underlined that too. Yeah, it's your favorite place to spend time. She says the library. Oh, nerd. (laughs) Um, Yeah, she talks about like a lot of specific places. We'd go to the pool at Cactus Park. mm -hmm. I wonder if these are all places Stephanie knows, probably. Probably. Um, she said my mom had me in swimming lessons there before I could walk. There was always some story in the news about a toddler drowning and it freaked her out. In the winter, we'd go to Roadrunner Park. It was not huge, but it had a little lake. We'd sail paper boats when I was a kid. Nothing very exciting, like I've been trying to tell you. And he says, I think it sounds lovely. I don't remember much about my childhood, which is kind of sad. I know. It is sad. Hmm. Like, he did have a whole childhood, a whole life before. I know. He was 17, and it's just, it's sad that his existence is not really uh, having anything to do with that. I know. So where did that little boy go, you know? Hmm. Yeah. It's like it didn't even happen. Yeah. It makes me sad. So after all her descriptions of Phoenix, she goes, have I sold you on Phoenix yet? Perhaps I need a bit more persuasion. <laughs> so she talks about the trees and stuff and the sunsets. I've heard that about the sky. It's being cool there. I've never been to Arizona myself. Me neither. She says she likes the minimalism of it. Interesting. Mm. I never realized in this book. So he says, what was your room like when you lived there? And she says, um, messy. I'm not that organized. I like that, but I, I never realized that she was messy. I know, me neither. It's actually contrary to what I would expect of her, because she does seem a little bit type A. Yeah, I didn't think that either. She's, like, always cooking mm-hmm. and doing chores. Mm. But I feel like that's a little bit of Renee in her, I guess. Yeah. And people have pointed this out on... Did Angel point this out, or...? Did she, I don't know if she shared it or if she wrote it herself. I think it was on her story, though. Friend of the pod, Angel. Um, that, that she's talking about her room. Mm-hmm. And Edward says, what's your bedroom like now or when I lived there? Now? And she said, I think it's a yoga studio or something. My stuff is in the garage. Mm. And Edward's like, well, we do need to go back. We'll shove the bed back in somehow. Wasn't there a third bedroom? How did he know that? Oh, yeah, I guess she described it. That's her craft room. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But it was pointed out that 
The second she moved out, Renee turned her room into a yoga studio, but Charlie kept her room this entire time. The, like, yeah, all these years. Even it's when still, she wasn't there. Isn't that so sweet? Oh, Charlie. Charlie! Don't hurt him. <laughs> so sweet. I mean, I don't think Renee's evil or anything. No, but, like, it is... It is a stark contrast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bella is not Renee's sole priority. Mm -hmm. I was telling you mm -hmm. that I worry in a way that I will be like this when I'm a parent. I really don't think so, though. I feel like Renee is really scatterbrained and kind of a mess. <laughs> Whereas you are very thoughtful and sentimental and always thinking about other people. But I want to have a craft room. Yeah, but I don't think you would do that, though. I think, no, you yeah. know what? I think you are so sentimental that you wouldn't do that because I think you would almost, like, want to preserve your child's room as it yeah, is. And probably. You, you'd be, like, sad, like, I don't want to take down their posters. Yeah, like, I don't, true. I can't picture you doing that. I just, I could, okay, I guess because the post on Instagram was kind of trashing her, and then the part about, that's her craft room, um, I was like, oh, shit, like, that sounds like me. Because I, I just want to have a room to do stuff like that in. Yeah, but, yeah. although I feel like you would try to have a craft room <laughs> before that. I don't think you would yeah. wait until your kid went to college to get a craft room. True. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe you turn a bathroom into a bathroom. Like, sorry, one bathroom, guys. <laughs> this is my craft room now. <laughs> oh, yeah, no dining room. <laughs> I'll find somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. I mean, she really just, they get into detail here. Mm. Like, the ceiling fan is broken, just the lights work, so I had a big noisy fan on top of the dresser, blah, blah, blah. Really getting detailed here. Yep. And then he says his famous line, it's Twilight. Mm-hmm. Oh, in this version, he says it, not murmurs. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> mm -hmm. I guess maybe to him it's not a murmur because he can hear it better. True. Oh, <laughs> uh, doesn't it bug you that... They're always talking about the vampires being able to hear each other grit their teeth. I never really picked up on that, actually. Oh, it's said a few times, I think, like, I could hear Rosalie grit her teeth. Yeah, I don't like that. The house. First of all, what does that sound like? Second of all, that's too much Yeah, noise. exactly. I just, I would have... I'd go insane. Sensory overload if I could hear every little thing like that. I don't think I could make it... I think I would have gone to the Volturi. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I feel like I'd go crazy. Can yeah. they tune it out? That's way too probably. much. Probably. How could you have a relaxing like, existence? <laughs> Being able to hear people's teeth. Yeah, that is from far away. That is way too much. Because if you could hear someone's teeth from far away, we're <laughs> hearing close up. I know. <laughs> uh, I, they must be able to hear people's, like, humans' stomachs just oh. digesting. They probably oh, hear gosh. every little thing Ew. that's passing through a, a body. Ew. Okay, wait. This this is kind of gross and TMI, but I'm going there. Oh. And I'm jumping ahead, but, you know, later he's at Bella. We know this. We've read Twilight, yeah. guys. It's not really a spoiler. But, you know, he's at Bella's house, and she needs a human minute and goes to the bathroom and oh. stuff. Since we know that he has such good hearing and senses, 
How does Bella like go to the bathroom? I know. When he's in the house. I know. Like, she must get so constipated. He must hear everything. I know. Especially if I'm picturing this correctly, I think the bathroom's next to her room. Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, even humans can hear. Oh my gosh. Sometimes. I know, I would not be able to go to the bathroom. I'd be like, okay, you need to run 100 miles away. Because yeah. <laughs> I need to go to the bathroom. Even if it's soundproof, you yeah. probably can still hear yeah. it. Yeah, you can probably hear from a mile away. <laughs> but you know what? I don't think that would bother Edward in the slightest. I know. He would not be grossed out I would whatsoever. be so embarrassed, though. Me too, especially Ugh. if it was like some... <laughs> I was having a lot of trouble passing. (laughs) I would be so embarrassed. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Even even at a human's house, I can't do it. I know. I can't imagine having a boyfriend that can hear everything. Oh my god. And he's just lying in my room, listening to me. Poor Bella, that's horrible. If we had the chance to interview Stephanie Meyer, we gotta ask that. Yeah. (laughs) That's another thing. In addition to my craft room, I want to make my bathroom soundproof. Yeah, it's very important. And a sign Mm -hmm. which reads, this is soundproof, (laughs) go nuts. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how much money that will be to soundproof. Are all bathrooms supposed to be a little bit soundproof? No. Because <laughs> when you're in the bathroom, I can't really hear you, but you probably can hear me. No, I know I can't. I mean, maybe it's just our apartment's lucky. I don't think that's true, though. Yeah. I mean, there are ways to really soundproof, like with foam things mm. in the wall and stuff, or like there's materials you can put on the wall that will... It is really important. Absorb sound, yeah. I do think public restrooms, my hope for the future someday is that they take more of an initiative to make them yeah. more private because it Ugh, is really they hard. They suck in America. Oh my gosh. It's so hard if you have to go and you gotta go. I know. And you're in public and all, all that's separating you is just a wall and there's I know. space from And there's the a bottom. little crack. Yeah. In between every stall where you can see through. Yeah. <laughs> you Why? can see. I've noticed this is not a thing everywhere, but, but yeah, it's horrible. You walk by, you can see someone literally sitting. Yeah. It's, there's no privacy. We have no privacy. Yeah. Don't you hate too when you go in a stall and the door doesn't really lock or close and you just gotta hold it? It's horrible. It's the worst. Probably five times in my life I've been in a public restroom, maybe even more, when the door has opened up when I've been in there. Yeah. I've been walked in on several times. It's the worst. Yeah, it's It's horrible. It's so shameful. How do you survive something like that? (laughs) Well, I guess we did. I know. In Washington, actually, it happened to me. And it was horrible because the... um, Poor didn't. I wasn't walked in on, but the door just flung right open as I was sitting in the toilet. And... The toilet was not close <laughs> to the door whatsoever, so halfway through I had to get up and run with my pants down to close it, and I was so embarrassed. It was in Target in Seattle. Oh. It was so bad, and then I went back and told Kelly about Poor it. Mel. Oh, gosh. Man. It's happened at work to me before. Are you ever in a bathroom, so not really a stall situation, but... 
you're in the bathroom and someone just starts yanking around the door handle like crazy yeah. <laughs> without knocking or anything and you're like i'm in here i'm in here. yeah oh and they're just God. going like what's, trying to open it what's your go-to response if someone oh i don't even know knocks it's it's like the i most, should prepare yeah freaking 25 years old and i don't know what do i say i think i say who uh, is it <laughs> what <laughs> that was a stranger sounds like eh. yeah exactly <laughs> i think i say just a minute yeah i think i say that too but, yeah but or someone i don't know if i say someone's in here <laughs> or hello i think i say i don't know someone in here is someone in here is funny it's like who <laughs> i think i'll say like just a minute and then yeah. sometimes okay so someone starts jostling around the handle. I say, just a minute. They keep doing it. Yeah. And I go, I'm in here. <laughs> okay, but then it's so weird when you kind of yell, I'm in here. I, I know. And then you go out into the hallway and there they are. Yeah, I know. That's the worst. Like, hi. That's so, especially if it's going to take you much longer. Yeah. It's the worst. Go oh, hello. I feel like <laughs> I came up with a really good idea of a response to say that's super casual, but I can't. It's like uh. always when it happens, it's just sheer panic. It's like you. Yeah, just, I know. You don't know <laughs> what to do. Because sometimes door locks don't work, or God forbid, there isn't a lock for some reason. <laughs> yeah. And like it has literally happened to me before. Someone just opens the door. Yeah, same. Like, it's happened to me too. Hi. <laughs> It's happened to me too. It's, it's for me though, it's only happened once when I have walked in mm-hmm. when someone's in the bathroom, but they were washing their hands, so it was yeah. no big deal, but. Yeah, I don't think I've ever opened the door and someone was on the toilet. I know, but I hate that other yeah. people can say they have and it was me. Yeah, 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 me too. <laughs> oh, so embarrassing. It's the worst. Oh. So, yeah. Bella and Edward, you know, bathroom. Yeah. We got a little sidetracked, but I hope you guys enjoyed that. (laughs) So, uh, Jacob and uh, Billy come to the house. Oh, yeah. Billy needs to relax. His thoughts are like, cold one, vampire, Colin. I know. (laughs) Edward is just nearby listening in, Mm -hmm. as he does. And he really likes Jacob. Yeah, he has no idea. He doesn't even know. The What's gonna happen? Animosity that will yeah, brew between the <laughs> two of them. He thinks he was the rare kind of mind that was easy to be inside, restful almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Pure and open. Mm-hmm. It reminded me a bit of Angela's, only not so demure. Demure? I've demure. never seen that word before. I felt suddenly sorry for this particular boy. Was born my enemy. Yeah, oh man, I really wish I could read that love triangle on Edward's point of view. Yeah, me too. Uh, petition? <laughs> petition? <laughs> Give it to us, Stephanie. Ugh, I guess we can just imagine. Actually, someone did start a petition for it, but that, to me, that's not the thing you can start a petition for. Like, I don't think, I don't like, think it's going to work. 
Stephanie would see signatures and be like, okay, yeah. Like, she doesn't want to write that. Yeah, I mean, she, she, most people want it, but that's not convincing her. She's been very clear about how hard it was for her to even write this, and it yeah. seems like she didn't even enjoy it. Yeah. She's sure as heck not doing more of them. No. People have written it, so I feel like... Or prove me wrong, Stephanie. Prove me wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we could reverse psychology here. Yeah. We don't even want it, Stephanie. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't write it. No, please. It would suck. You can't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just leave it. All of a sudden, I wouldn't have. Here it is. Yeah. Maybe there's another pandemic. <laughs> oh, I hope not. Can't even make that joke. <laughs> another one. <laughs> Another um, one. Another one. <laughs> that would suck. That would suck so bad. That would be like, what the fuck? Yeah, that would be... I can't even entertain that idea. So I never even... Maybe that's our mistake. Mistake number one. Thinking that would never happen. I know. It, honestly, it never <laughs> crossed my mind. I think we've said that on the podcast. Yeah, I know. Probably everybody's said that. Yeah. <laughs> mm, what's the next thing you got? Back to the book. Oh... Esme is so sweet in this scene. Oh, yeah. He's really being nurtured by her like a so mother cute. is and talking about his feelings. And she says, this girl, she makes you happy? I said, yes. When I'm not getting in my own head, she does indeed. Then that's all right. She seemed relieved. My mouth twisted. Is it? She was silent in her thoughts, analyzing my answers, picturing Alice's face, thinking of her visions. She was aware of the wager and also that I... That I knew about it. She was upset with Jasper and Rose because they have a bet about um, if he's gonna, gonna kill, kill Beller. Beller. <laughs> Beller. Oh, Beller. <laughs> what will it mean? <laughs> what will it mean for him if she dies? I cringe, banking my fingers off the keys. I'm sorry, she said swiftly. I didn't mean to. I shook my head and she fell silent. I stayed in my hands, cold and sharp, inward and inhuman. I don't know how. I whispered. How I moved past that, I can see anything, nothing past that. She put her arms around my shoulders, lacing her fingers together into a tight knot. That's not going to happen. I know it won't. I was sure I could, I wish I could be as sure. I stared at her hands, so much like mine, but not, couldn't hate them the same. The, they were stone too, but not, not a monster's hands. They were a mother's hands, kind and gentle. And then she says later, um, but when Jasper and Rosalie lose, I won't be angry if Emmett rubs it in a bit. Nor will you disappoint me, Edward. Oh, my son, how I do love you. When the hard part is over, I'm going to be very happy, you know. I think I will love this girl. And she says, you wouldn't be so cruel as to keep her from me, would you? And then, um, you know, they have their conversation. And uh, she says, she kept her arms around me. And after a few moments, I laid my head against the top of her. She sighed and hugged me tighter. It made me feel vaguely childlike. As I told Bella, I didn't have memories of being a child, nothing concrete. But there was a kind of there was a kind of sense memory in the feeling of her arms around me. My first mother must have held me too. It must have comforted me in the same way. Aww. Which is so sweet. Cute. It's so emo of him a few lines later. She says well she thinks, What do you do all night? And Edward he says, I smiled, think, dot, 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 and burn, and listen, <laughs> and burn. So, so cryptic. Cryptic. It, I just love their mother-son relationship. Me too. Me too. Okay, chapter 14 is Closer. Do you remember that song that's like, Closer, Closer? I don't think so. That's how it starts. 
I don't even know what it is. <laughs> so he goes back to Bella's room. Mm-hmm. My mom, when I read her review eventually, was very bothered by how many times he goes to Bella's room. That's like her main critique of this book. She goes, oh, how many times did she have to tell us he went to her room? But this one is not like this one is that detailed. Yeah. This is just mentioned. It's one little paragraph. And then and it's morning. And, so yeah. did she have a problem with how many times it's mentioned or a problem just, with She just felt like it was repetitive. It. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, we've seen this already. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he left and he... Yeah, tonight he left. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Why is today still his day for questions? I know, I don't get it. It's a really long time. He's... Asks about mom. Yeah. She doesn't have to stay in place for me anymore. That's a weight off. And then Charlie, I never thought about him needing me, but he really does. The house is too empty for him, which is sweet. Mm. Then he thinks to himself, Perhaps this was the real secret as to why she was drawn to me. Had anyone ever needed her more? Because he thinks that she likes being a caretaker and Mm. likes to be needed. And he feels he needs her. Is this in Twilight? Edward says, tell me about your first date. I don't think think it is. This is exciting. Are we wrong, guys? I don't know, know, because that one said it right, and she says... I'm not sure what actually counts. And he says, put the qualifications at their lowest setting, which I love that line. <laughs> I want to say that someday. Yeah, that's cute. And she's, um, she says, well, then I guess that would be Mike, a different Mike, which is interesting. But yeah. Thing. He was my square dancing partner in the sixth grade. I was invited to his birthday party. It was a movie. She smiled. The second Mighty Ducks. I was the only one who showed up. Later, people said it was a date. I don't know who started that rumor. I can't believe she never had, like, any... I can get not having a date. Yeah, but just, like, any little, like, a date to the 8th grade dance or, like... I guess she doesn't go to dances. Just, like, anything. Like, someone passed her a note when she was a little older or something. Yeah, just, like, no crush. any little thing. Yeah. Yeah, no crush. That's weird to me. I always thought it was weird in TV shows when people would be, like, my... Their first crush, first crush at like 13. Like, yeah. I think my first crush when I was like two or something. Yeah, my first crush, I think I was like five. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I said that to someone the other day. As long as I've been alive or yeah. form memory of had crushes. Yeah, I said that to someone the other day and he was like, that's too young. Like, no. what? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't, what? I remember telling someone in preschool, you're my boyfriend. <laughs> All I do with my life is have crushes on people. I don't have crushes anymore. Never? I uh, don't. Not as often. Or if I do, it's like more serious. Mm. Oh. Wait, what the heck? Is this in Midnight Sun? I'm moving it apart right now when he leaves a note for her on her seat and it says, Be safe in his elegant script. I feel like that's not even in Midnight Sun. No, I don't know. I don't think so. That's kind of weird. I've only read it once. Oh, one thing I wanted to say on 295 while you're looking for that is Bella really cares about college at this point in her life. Um, Yeah. He says, were you actually busy or making excuses like you did here, like about how she didn't really have dating life? He said, yeah. She said, actually busy. She insisted a little offended. 
Running a house is a time consuming is time consuming and I usually had a part time job too, not to mention school. If I'm if I'm going to get into college, I'm going to need a full ride scholarship and hold that thought you're interested. We interrupted before we move on to the next subject. I'd like to finish one. If you hadn't been busy for any of these invitations, ones you would have liked. To <laughs> oh, Edward, he's so hung up on this. Yeah, exactly. Wait, have you ever liked anyone? Yeah. It's a little too hold perfect up. that she's never liked anyone. I know. That That's is crazy too to me. How could she have never liked anyone? I know. I don't get it. But no, but so it's like, that does make me sad that she's spending all this energy, her whole teenage years working so hard to get a full ride into school and then she just, just abandons that dream when yeah. she meets Edward. I know. I think that she, I mean, I would think that she knows that if she becomes a vampire, she will get to go to college a million times. That's true. That is true. So maybe she doesn't really worry about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Running a house is time consuming. That makes me so sad that as a teenager, she's running a house. I know. What the fuck is Renee doing? Yeah, I honestly think that's... I mean, I guess she's, like, a single mom. That's really neglectful, though. You Mm -hmm. should never make your child feel as if they're the parent. Yeah. Hmm. It's interesting. So, yeah, he also reveals that he hasn't had a dating history. Mm -hmm. And then he asks her what college she'd like to go to. And she's very practical. Like she said, I used to think ASU is most practical because I could live at home. But with mom moving around now, I guess my field is more open. Off to be a state school, something reasonable, even with a scholarship. So she says Washington State. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, no. When I first came here, well, I was glad that Charlie doesn't live close enough to Washington State to make that practical. Oh, okay. So she wouldn't live at home, I guess. No, she just doesn't want to go to Washington State because of the weather. So where would she go? <laughs> if you could go anywhere, if the cost were no object, where would you go? What does she say? Uh, she said... I have to do some research. Most of the fancy schools are in the snow zone. It's true. I wonder what colleges in Hawaii are like. I guess she could go to Stanford. Mm-hmm. He asks... Um, what her plans for the future are, what she'd want to do after college. And Mm -hmm. she says something with books. I always thought I would teach, like, well, not exactly like my mom. If I could, I'd like to teach on a college level somewhere, probably a community college, elective English classes, so everyone who signed up is there because they want to be. Is that what you've always wanted? She shrugged mostly. I once thought of working for a publisher as an editor or something. Her nose wrinkled. I did some research. It's a lot easier to get a job as a teacher. Much more practical, which is true. He says, her dreams are all cli- all had clipped wings. Not like those of usual teenagers off to conquer the world. Obviously a product of facing realities long before she should have to. Yeah, yeah. all her dreams, they are very practical. Yeah. She it's a little sad to me. It is. Like, when I was in high school, I thought the world was my oyster. <laughs> I, th- I thought I was going to be famous. Okay, I did not think the that. The next J.K. Rowling. I was actually way too embarrassed to tell anybody what I wanted to do. I didn't want to tell anyone that I wanted to study English because that was too embarrassing. Mm, now I'm so proud of it. <laughs> no way. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even want to tell like my English teacher because I, I didn't think it was... I knew it was hard to make a job out of 
an English degree, and mm-hmm. I didn't, I wasn't confident that I was even good at it, so I was way too embarrassed to even say. So I literally, whenever people ask in high school, I'd always say, I don't know. Yeah. Even though I did know. I totally don't understand. We've talked about this in the podcast <laughs> as well, though. Like, I don't understand the backlash that people have when you say you're studying English, because I actually think a degree in English is a very versatile Yeah, I know that degree. now. Yeah. I know. I don't know why guidance counselors and people like that acted like it was so stupid. But yeah, I didn't want to teach though. And then I think, yeah, yeah, I don't know why people don't just say like you can work, you could write somewhere, you can work in marketing. Like there's a lot you can do. Yeah. You can can do literally anything. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, it's funny that she says the publishing thing because Fifty Shades of Grey, which we know is like a spin, not a spin off, but like fan fiction mm-hmm. turned its own thing. From Twilight, she works in publishing. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. But it also again, once again, I wonder if that's uh, Stephanie Meyer's feelings. Oh yeah, maybe. Sorry, I just noticed that there's a random E on the floor. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's from my closet. E for Edward. Oh, okay. <laughs> I remember, I think in some fan fiction we read, she said she wanted to be a scientist or something, and I never, to me that didn't feel right, and I wondered if no. people, whoever wrote it, thought that because of the biology yeah, scene. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> she was good at it? I don't know. Because she liked to look for tadpoles. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> She definitely likes books. Yeah. Why yeah. did she become a cop with your dad? <laughs> a cop? I picture that. No. <laughs> never. <gasps> I want to be a cop like my dad. <laughs> I want to be a stuntman. Adrenaline. It's my thing. <laughs> a stuntman. Yeah. She changes her course. Yeah. <laughs> what does Edward want to be? Does he even care? I mean... I don't know where he has, like, medical degrees and stuff several times over, but, like... Doesn't even use it. it, Yeah, it's weird that none of the Collins, like, use any of their skills. Yeah. Well, maybe... Okay, so this is jumping ahead, but it's revealed that Carlisle told Billy, I think, Mm -hmm. that they're planning on staying for 10 years. Yeah. So maybe they would have had jobs eventually. Yeah. They never really talk about it, though. They don't. I don't think Edward ever mentions a job he's had. No. <laughs> have you worked a day in your life, Edward? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or does daddy just pay for everything? Yeah, exactly. They have. Like, <laughs> they are all financially dependent on Carlisle and <laughs> Alice with her stocks. Uh, stocks. Yeah. <laughs> her stonks. Um, Daddy, just pay for everything. <laughs> Does Esme ever do anything? Like, she seems really into architecture, but it's all just, like, for it's our next house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, why doesn't she apply that to real life? I feel like she could really do that on the down low. I know. Mm. I've thought about how none of them could ever become, like, too successful at anything, though. Yeah, exactly. Carlisle yeah. is really pushing some dangerous territory. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's I mean, really well known. It comes up later in the book, yeah. but some doctor knows him and is even thinking like, oh, he looks young. Yeah, and the doctor knows him from like a past, not a past life, like a past reality. Or, yeah, you know, it was like, like 10 years ago past or identity. something. Past yeah. identity, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's they like, always use their last name, which is insane to so me. so weird. Did we talk about this on the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. 
Yeah, why do they not change their last name? Yeah. At least. I feel like it's giving it away. I mean, really, they should do first and last name. Did we talk about this on the show? I think we did. Okay, yeah. Either on the... Guys, let us know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We could just re-listen to it. Either on this or our Patreon. Yeah, we do do Patreon. Yeah. If you're wondering. Optional. You don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You have to. (laughs) We're going to come to your house, and if you don't press sign up. We're going to drink your blood. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is the chapter where about Alice is being all, I love her, Edward. Yeah. I love her. She's forcing that upon us a little bit too much. I, th- I found it a little annoying. Sorry, Alice. <laughs> it's not personal. I just, I don't really get it. I yeah. guess I would have to have visions of the future, maybe to understand it. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how she already, like, yeah, she had visions that she'll be best friends with Bella, but but how is that the same as, like, already knowing you like someone? Yeah, exactly, because I feel like your vision would be a little bit more watching your life how it will Mm -hmm. unfold, not experiencing it, per se. Yeah. It's so weird. I love her. Yeah. And it's forced. Why is she even freaking out about this? What's going on? Mm, She's having visions. It's shifting. It's changing. (sighs) Oh, she just wants to meet her, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Everyone's still being weird about it. Mm Mm-hmm. I only actually have one other note for this chapter. Kind of a short one. Oh, I don't have any. The only other thing is... I don't... I think this is at school. Bella's looking at Rosalie, and Rosalie thinks on page 302, Mm -hmm. Goggle at me, will you, you fat-faced little nuisance. (laughs) So mean. My jaw dropped when I saw that. And Bella's face turns white. She she looked frozen as though she couldn't look away from the back corner of the room. Oh, yeah, so is this... I turned quickly and shot Rosalie a threatening glare, Mm -hmm. my lips pulling away from my teeth. I hissed quietly at her. She started it, Rosalie thought suddenly. What? No, she didn't. But how did, what did Bella think was going on? Yeah, wait, I don't know how Bella's face turns white. Is it just from the look on Rosalie's face? Oh, I think she can just see over Edward's shoulder or whatever in the back corner of the Mm -hmm. room. She can just see Rosalie glaring and being scary. You bat-faced little nuisance. That is so mean. I know. That is so mean. (sighs) She's a bad guy. Bad guy on the good side. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bad guy on the good side. Mm-hmm. And she stays that way. Oh, guys. Oh, my gosh. What? So he's going with Alice to return, what, Bella's truck, I think? Yeah. And all those logistical stuff. And he says, I wrote a brief note, then darted out to leave it on the driver's seat of Bella's truck. There it is. Oh, my gosh. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, correction. Remember the keys? We were like, yeah. what are the keys? Yeah. You guys told us they are Bella's keys, the truck, because remember she was take he was taking her truck to where was he taking it? I don't know, I can't remember where he's taking it. I don't know. Changing cars, like, oh uh, you sh- I don't know. Yeah. Drive my know. car. I don't know what the deal is. Yeah. <laughs> he's taking it somewhere. 
We don't. Oh, we know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have the keys. We're wearing the dress. <laughs> yeah. What is um? Okay. Is it just that she drives to school and he's like, "Let me drive you home," and then what about my truck? And like, oh, Alice will bring it back just because he wants to be in the same car as her. Uh. It doesn't matter. It does no matter. It does no matter. I don't have the key with me. Let's see. Um, <laughs> uh, These dang cars, they cause so many problems. I should have let you drive today. I said, working hard to keep the desperation out of my voice. Her eyes snapped up to mine. She saw, why? I'm leaving with Alice after lunch. Oh, her face saw this. Okay, it's not that far of a walk. I promise. Oh, he picked her up. I'm not going to make you walk home. Did she really think I would leave her stranded? We'll go get your car and leave it here for you. Okay, yeah, because he's cutting okay. class. That's why. Okay. That makes sense. Cool. Uh-huh. And then he leaves a note that we know in Twilight says, be safe. But mm-hmm. in this, he doesn't, doesn't say. Doesn't tell us. So I forgot. Wow. Oh, and Alice even, it's crazy. Here, she held out a piece of stationery and pen. <laughs> wow. She even knew that. All right. I think we should leave it there. I can't believe like how slow we're doing this. I know. <laughs> I, I can't believe we, we have covered the other books like in two episodes. I know. Two to three episodes. It's just so, there's so much to it. There's so much to unpack. I like that we're taking it so that we're about uh, halfway. Yeah. I hope so, people like it. Predict that we'll probably have two or three more Midnight Sun episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably yeah. three, if we're being realistic. What do people want? Do you want three more? Do you want two more? Yeah. Is three us... too much? Is two too little? Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with a regular episode. As opposed to what? As opposed to one week, we'll be back with a Patreon episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I hope you guys had a nice time and we'll miss you so much and yeah. that you enjoyed Midnight Sun or are still enjoying it or will enjoy it if you haven't read it yet Yeah, and you're just listening to spoilers for some reason. Maybe you are. <laughs> yeah, and if you are power to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye and good day. Good day. <laughs> It's very formal, you know? Okay. You can contact us at anotherbiteoftwilight at gmail.com or find us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at anotherbiteoftwilight. The music is by Traces. See you next time.